Hello and welcome to Old World Fanatics. Today we'll introduce ourselves and the show and run through our time at Castle Salt 6th edition Warhammer Tournament. Enjoy. Welcome, welcome to our first ever episode of Old World Fanatics. Um, my name's Gomo, uh, other people call me Colin. Uh, this is, yeah, a new podcast we kicked off, basically a... Um, you know, a show where we're going to discuss all things Warhammer Fantasy as this build-up to the release of the Old World is kicking on now. Um, I think we're all getting pretty excited about it. Um, but in the meantime, uh, before the release, we're heads down into, at the moment, Warhammer 6th edition, which seems like most of the Warhammer community is. Uh, but I'm sure we're going to touch other things in the show, maybe even um, Army Projects, 8th edition. Look, we, we're hoping that we're going to cover things like uh, battle reports, tournaments, army book reviews, a lot of hobby stuff and even some lore. So I wanted to just intro myself quickly but also hand over to my the actual two gentlemen on the show, uh, Josh and Andrew. So, yeah, Josh, did you want to just introduce yourself? Um, yeah, no, um, I'm just like you, Colin. I'm keen to, to get into all this stuff. I, I love Warhammer and um, uh, following 6Air this year has been great um, uh, and and keenly following the old world hopefully it turns out to be um something a lot of fun <laughs> the sooner it comes <laughs> out the better <laughs> and andrew yeah yeah um just like both of you i suppose i've been playing warhammer for going back oh you know since almost a kid or well, well, i was a kid um in in all its different formats until unfortunately as we all know it it got blown up <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, kind of went, uh, continued playing in, in a few of the, uh, the, the community made formats afterwards and, um, recently, uh, yeah, delved back into sixth, which, uh, was actually, uh, yeah, it was, it was quite a bit of fun. Yeah, cool, man. That's a little bit of background. I might, um, I might just backtrack on us too and just a little bit of how we got in. It might be just you know, listeners, first episode, you guys probably don't know, know who we are. Um, basically, I mean, the three of us met, we're, we're basically, I mean, I think, are we all originally from Newcastle or not really? Do you know, I'm just... No. No, okay. <laughs> no. Oh, okay, so I am, but you, <laughs> you two are. aren't. Okay, but we met in Newcastle, Australia, we not did. up, uh, not in the UK one. Um, and that was probably around the 8th edition, I guess, height of 8th edition, I guess, at Newcastle Legions Club, like um, Andrew just said, obviously the whole thing. Everyone, let's not talk about that but yeah it disappeared <laughs> um and i guess the cool thing is it seems like you both have left newcastle and then andrew's made his way back um josh still hasn't yet um but, <laughs> but we did i do miss the weather I must yeah, admit. I bet. yeah uh-huh. he's down in melbourne chilly, chilly melbourne <laughs> yeah, yeah. rainy melbourne um no but look we um i mean basically how we started this was we went to a castle salt tournament six edition castle assault what a week and a half ago um and then outside of that we decided hang on we're both back into it a little all the three of us are back into it a bit why don't we yeah start a podcast so that's how we kicked into this i guess um yeah andrew sort of gave a bit of background there josh how long have you been playing and you know how'd you even get into this in the first place um when i first started i would have been i don't know year five or year six primary school and like you in year nine now? How old are you now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so just a couple of years ago. <laughs> so it would have been not tail end of fifth edition, going into early sixth edition. 
um, uh, played it for for a few years. I got it was, it was really the starter set of the fifth edition starter set with the Bretts and the um, Lizardmen. Ah, yes. Oh, I mean, that's why you're a Bretonian player. Oh, that's that's where I started. <laughs> I actually well, traded I actually traded the in half with a friend who gave me the Bretonians as well. So I just ended up with all these knights. It was uh, great. <laughs> Night buses um, have you, everywhere. <laughs> have you got any of those original figures still in your army? Yes. Like you said, little man about the, the arches or anything? Or? Yes, I still got all of them. I never got rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> so I stopped playing for about 12 years, like at the end of secondary school up until the mid-2010s. And it was well, I almost sold them about a year before I got back into it. Um, uh, but I held on to them and, you know, have actually come in handy. <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, but, yeah, I've really found it again, you know, coming out to Newcastle and, and, and yeah, just followed it, followed fantasy from that point on. Do you, in the... Um... I guess after when so when did eighth finish? When was that? Two thousand like seventeen. Two thousand seventeen, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Or did 16, you maybe maybe 16. Yeah. Did you do a lot? You did a bit of ninth age, and then did you do? Yeah. Yeah, or? I followed ninth for a while, and then I don't. I found it just got more and more unfamiliar, less Warhammery, less random, and yeah, I just didn't feel the same sort of level of theatrics, I suppose, would be the way to describe it. Um, uh, so then I tried a Age of Sigma for a while. Um, uh, didn't really... I found that the power creep and all the new books coming out was a bit too much to deal with. Um, so then I tried Lord of the Rings and I tried Warmaster. Oh, wow. And then, yeah, Lord of the Rings was fun. <laughs> so you've actually... You have been gaming this whole time, though, really, and hobbying yeah. at least. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely hobbying. Um, that's probably what I spend most of my time doing really is painting and, 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 and doing the terrain and that kind of thing more than anything. Um, but yeah, I never dropped it. It was just, I was just trying to find a system to, to focus on again. Um, mm. and then when I heard CanCon had runners running six, it actually had a war master tournament as well. And I was sort of, Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I was having an hour. I mean, I couldn't resist the nostalgia of six. I hadn't played six edition since I was 16. <laughs> I was like, yeah. you know, I've been playing the six edition Bretonnia book right through eights. And I was like, let's, let's, let's see how it goes in six edition. And I had no idea, actually, let's, let's use how, it different it was. <laughs> exactly, exactly. how different it felt in six edition. <laughs> I got to CanCon. I hadn't played any warm up games. I just went to CanCon and just played it. And I was like, oh, okay, this is, this army is <laughs> very different. Um, uh, but yeah, so I ended oh, up playing yeah. a, a range of stuff up, up till, up to this year. Wow. No, um, that's, that's pretty impressive. I, um, oh, sorry. No, no. Are you no, no, I'm done. No, no, I was just about to say, yeah, I, I started in, um, I'll say I started in third cause fourth hadn't come out, but like I didn't play cause I was like 12 or something and I got, I had about five figures and I just was like, cool, what's this book? And then fourth came out. And I spent so that was my high school years, fourth and fifth edition. I remember what, that. What year was that? Third, third and fourth when you started? Mm. Oh, so nineteen. Oh well, third was already out. In, yeah, because it was out in like eighty eight or so. I can't remember. So it would have been like ninety one or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. one, something like that. Um, and to be honest, maybe fourth was even out, but it wasn't. I mean, there was what one shop here that sold anything. And yeah, lucky yeah. there was a book there, and they used to pull the boxes apart. Do you remember that? Like the hobby, the shops used to pull everything apart and sell it all. Uh, yeah, maybe oh, before. not 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 in ours, but I do. Yeah, it, well, very... frontline hobbies did, which yeah. is good. It was the only way you could get figures because it was too expensive. Well, that said, it would have been very expensive. I remember that one thing about um, earlier editions buying those medals, especially as a kid. 
was just mm. the price, wasn't it? Oh god, yeah, yeah. You get like one blister pack or two, and that was your that was your unit of about five or six things. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, and then six came. That was university, and then I think like most people, that you know, family, like you know, you meet girls and you get married <laughs> and you have kids, yep. and and so I had <laughs> six. Yeah, but I had six, but I only had like two of the. I had Empire and Orc Army books. I got some of the i started to collect some of the six figures sixth edition stuff but then not really and then i didn't touch seventh um and then i didn't touch eighth until probably a year into it and then it was i started a new business and i was just down the road from games workshop in newcastle and i used to wander there at lunch and i went oh, i've always wanted to get empire and oh, you know it looks and i did buy the big rule book but i hadn't done anything else and then i went oh i'll buy a steam tank and I was so dumb. This is my funniest thing. And one of the things I was thinking about was I was so disconnected from the hobby that I thought the steam tank and all the big stuff would still be metal. So I went to pick up the steam, steam tank box and it was like, oh, it's empty. Oh, they must have it out the back or something. I didn't realise <laughs> that it was it had all gone plastic. It was yeah, just yeah. the weirdest thing how disconnected I was to it. Um, but, yeah, and then obviously then, yeah, started to paint the Empire, even though I'm an Orc Goblin at heart, but all that stuff is so old. My collection was just, you know, stuff from teenagers up to, yeah, it was just, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I got my Empire done. I think you guys have seen that. And then, um, yeah, then found Legions Club and I met you guys and that was pretty much it. And I played pretty heavy. I did what I do, Empire, got my Orcs up to scratch and then, I did a demon army. I don't know if you remember that for a slow grow. That's still under the bed somewhere. Oh, um, I do remember that army. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And yeah, then uh, I, got, I got beaten by that army quite a few times, I believe. Uh, did you? I don't know. And then um, I think my my, wood, my little wood elf slow grow. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then um, yeah, and then it died. And then I bought a crap ton of tomb kings on their final sale. Although they're coming back, which is good. And then obviously. Uh, didn't I didn't play, man? I hardly touched. I think I painted two models in that, in that break up until probably you know the beginning of this year, um, which is when I sort of went, oh, I'll start painting a little bit. And then I saw, um, I mean, I saw you'd gone to CanCon and did well, Josh, I think, and that was it. But I still was not so I didn't know there was a community. And then about March, I saw was it March or April when Castle Salt kicked in, and then I was like, oh, it was yeah. full. I think I said to Andrew, I tried to get in, it was full, and then. I just put my name down and then I thought, well, if I get in, I have to paint my army because I put Tomb Kings in <laughs> and I got in. So maybe get, maybe get 2,000 points done. So, yeah, no, nah, right, that's pretty right. much so, it really. That's interesting. So you haven't played that much or done much at all? Um, nah. Uh, no, I fiddled with a bit of – um, no, I had like a literally – I mean, I played a bit of ninth um, in the early bits. I'd had one game so, of army projects. But I didn't hobby, man. I just wasn't doing anything because I moved and I was, got back into music and, or, you know, work. And I just, I don't know, I was pretty, it, it, if I mean, it was probably a lot of people, it friggin' hurt when they killed Warhammer. And I was just yeah. like, oh. Um, so, Daniel GW. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I guess the other thing I did do with the peak of eighth is I'd start a YouTube channel and did, I don't know how many, 80-something battle reports or something that's on there, which would be cool to get back up and running. And that's part of this podcast. A bit easier to do a podcast than you know youtube things mm. and plus it's more fun because i've got more people to do it with so yeah. so hopefully uh that's my background at the moment anyway and yeah i mean andrew did you want to flesh out any of yours or is that oh yeah i can expand a bit i suppose um 
yeah, probably you guys. I find it funny. It seems like everybody you talk to and you two are probably the same. You, you start these sort of, I suppose, armies or the, the races that you are drawn to as a kid. And yeah. the, this nostalgic thing that you, uh, you know, it's it's always your, your, your one army that you sort of want to hang on to and play. Um, but yeah, I uh, started out at fifth um, at school. Uh, um, played dwarves in, oh, look, it's one of those ways that you play at school. It wasn't quite correct. You know, we're running in there and just like killing each other. There was no break yeah. test. There's no psychology. It was just basically finished uh, playing as a kid. Um, probably just like Colin was saying, you know, um, you hit those teenage years and early twenties and, you know, you go to the bar and, you know, you're talking to ladies, come back and, do you want to come back and see my Warhammer collection? Isn't exactly. Uh, it's not a pickup line. It's a pickup line. Oh, damn. Nah, nah. So, I put I put that on the back burner for a few years, and um, yeah, finally settled down. And little did my wife know, I had a bit of a closet nerd in the background. Uh, so that was a bit of a surprise one day when you know started collecting Warhammer again. And anyway, uh, had a had a couple of mates, and we were getting into it um, just on the down low. Um, didn't tell too many people, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, just connected through you guys just via, you know, just looking up the Warhammer community in Newcastle and um, yeah, obviously I, I came along to that slow grow. I remember that and that I think that's exactly when I joined in 8th edition. Oh, was um, it? Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So sure. yeah, I remember playing you, Colin, a few times and playing mm. uh, Josh when he did his pit of shades and destroyed my entire dwarf unit with their initiative too, including my general. Oh my guy. god. Printed on your memory. <laughs> I forgot all that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, eighth edition. But, well, one of my oh. one of my first games and my, my, my big block just, oh, just no. died straight away. <laughs> like, what is what is this? What is this game? <laughs> um oh. But yeah, um, few comps, and then yeah, as GW blew blew the game up, um, there was a few, as you guys know, in the the Newcastle community, there was quite a competitive scene with um, uh, the ETC mm-hmm. uh, guys. Um, so that followed into ninth when the ETC decided to uh, go down that path. Um, I, I kept in the scene probably longer than both of you i was in there for you know as hard as some of the others but i i was playing even recently um this year there was a tournament i went to i went to can't con because oh, obviously right. can con didn't um host a, a ninth age event so can't con at uh, jolt games went to that um Dabbled in a little bit of Age of Sigma as well, um, but yeah, like Josh said, it's you know there's there's books and stuff coming out left, right, and center. It was very hard to keep up. It was one of those games. It was almost like 40k. It just seemed like there's rules left, right, and yeah. center. And if you weren't <clears throat> committed to be this diehard player, it was it was very hard to be a, a social yeah. gamer. Yeah, that sort of scene. that's interesting. Yeah. And maybe that's a topic for another podcast. But like. The changes they made. I mean, I don't follow AOS too much, but it sounded like they listened to that and they've reduced the 
at least that general's handbook to annually now. So I wonder if that oh, stuff yeah. like that's going to help. It'd be interesting to talk to people who actually know more about it. But um, yeah, well, nothing like yeah. going back to a twenty-year-old yeah. game where the rules have been stagnant for for decades. <laughs> yeah, well, it's yeah. so funny. It's like because even though, like, I mean, I didn't play it too much. Uh, it sounded like Josh, you did a little bit, but it was like it's like a new game anyway. And even if it wasn't, I can't remember twenty years ago. So. It's 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 like it's always like with all those extensions, like what is it, the Storm of Chaos and War of the Beard thing you were talking to me about today? I was like, I, I probably have those white doors, but I cannot remember them. So yeah, 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 that's a lot lot to unwrap there. Um, no, that, that's awesome. So like, I think today, I mean, generally we'll probably keep things pretty casual in this podcast. Hey, I think you know we'll talk about yeah, you know, I think we want to plan on chatting a little bit about old world um in terms of where it's up to what well, as, as news drips out um drips out too slow yeah. uh you know we'll yeah, probably you know we'll, we'll put our um, thoughts on that um and any tournaments and things like that but uh and sorry any of our hobbying i think it'd be cool to sort of you know delve into that as well um but i think for this episode we decide just because the timing rather than do too much of that stuff we were going to also talk about a, uh, a yeah the castle salt stuff that we went to which was yeah coming on 10 days was it only 10 days ago i don't know not last yeah. weekend the weekend yeah. before yeah cool yeah. um unless there was anything else we were going to cover before we went to that i can't remember now such a good host what was i thinking <laughs> now that was it yeah, that was it i think we're on. i think that was it awesome yeah so do we want to run around um and just talk about uh quickly what it like what Castle Salt generally is, the theme of it. I'm throwing this on you guys without telling you this. Uh, who wants to do that? Because Castle Salt's got a bit of a reputation, doesn't it? It does, it does. Who wants um, to take that on? <laughs> oh, I think we can all sort of talk Josh, about Josh, it. Josh started talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You got it, Josh. Get in there. Get in there. I know I had a reputation. Like it, it had been running for a few years before I came, first went to it. Um, uh, but I understand it. It had been going for, for, for a while. Uh, even before I moved to Newcastle, and I think it was mainly the reputation was that the beer was really cheap, <laughs> so yeah, I would go there nice and just, just drink a lot of alcohol and uh, maybe yeah. play some games on top of that. Um, and that was definitely the culture that I was there for. Um, uh, it's it's really it was an institution every year. Um, people would come, you know, there'd be I think it, how many would be the most people who got there? Uh, once? Was over a hundred, I think. Oh yeah, it was yeah. Getting into that was, room. Yeah. That whole room was Pretty. Warhammer, yeah, 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 yeah. Incredible. And some on the stage, remember that? Like they had to use the stage as well. Oh, I don't know if you oh, saw that. Yeah, for the, yeah. <laughs> the stage. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it was um, yeah, impressive. Um, uh, but yeah, they didn't, they didn't sort of died over COVID. Like that all happened. Like I think it coincided with with Eighth dying. Like I think I think yeah. it had Ninth Age for a year or two, where you know mm-hmm. I think there was one Ninth Age where it was actually. Early on, I think I think we actually had a large turnout. It was pretty it. good, actually. I think I might have gone to that one. I think I took my uh, primed uh, Tomb Kings as Undying Dynasties. Like I, I, dry, I uh, airbrushed them all bone and airbrushed desert onto the bases, and they sort of half look painted. <laughs> <laughs> tabletop, tabletop standard. <laughs> tabletop standard. Yeah, um, uh, uh, yeah and uh, I, 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 when I saw it was it was running this year. Because um, yeah, I've been down in Melbourne now for a few years, and I was—I've uh, been looking for a reason to get, come up to Newcastle at some stage. I actually, sort of had plans twenty in twenty twenty. 
Um, and then that all got cancelled, obviously. <laughs> I got locked down like three days before mm-hmm. I was going to go. Um, but when I saw Castle I was going this year, I was like, yeah, no, that's that's a great excuse to just to come up to Newcastle anyway um, uh, and just have some beers and, and play some games, pretty much. Um, uh, yeah. But yeah, the fir- and the first game that I played... <laughs> Should we move on to games yet, or do you want to keep talking about Castle Assault? Uh, <laughs> no, well, let's, yeah, no, but let's go around our list and just, yeah, so Castle Assault, uh, the other thing, I guess, is it's two-day, five games, three yes. games, two oh, games. Sorry, yes, just that. the usual 2,000-point yep. Warhammer 6 edition. So, uh, And in terms of, like, maybe when we're in the games, we might talk about the objectives and stuff, but they were fairly... Uh, what there was two battle lines in it and stuff, so that was it was pretty standard. Um, but yeah, apart from that, it was and how many players did they end up with? About thirty four or something, was it? Or something like that. Yeah, okay. yeah, I've got the numbers here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know we lost a heap on the second day. Oh, well, a few. There's a few hangovers okay. and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I didn't even. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I know there was people hungover. I didn't realize we'd lost any, but yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah, was, uh, yeah. yeah. No, so couple, couple we, we went. Yeah, so basically all three of us went. Um, I took two thousand points of Tomb Kings, and Andrew, you took your dwarves, and Josh took your brats. So do we want to? Um, do we want to just run through sort of our list, or just do that? Maybe we just do that as part of game one. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, then, yes, Josh, let's uh, start with yours, which is also mine. <laughs> game one. <laughs> I know. I can't believe we got we got drawn against each other the first the yeah. first game, which was amazing. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty happy not, about that. Not even a, a grudge or anything. Just like yep, no. just drawn. Yeah. Yeah. Rolled up. And did you know, Josh, that me and Andrew had a Friday night uh, messenger chat? a couple of hours and I was trying to work out how I could beat you. Scheming, pre-game scheming. That's funny. Didn't, didn't funny. help. There you go. So, <laughs> didn't um, help, but it was a fun game and really there was there was definitely some elements of luck involved in that game. Um, I reckon, um, yeah, I mean, like, we're not going to go. I mean, I, I won't go into any massive tactics here. I mean, look, my list was basically... I wanted to paint stuff to get the Tomb Kings up to a point that I know it's a good base to build off. So I wanted to have like chariots, archers. I yep. wanted to get the Tomb Guard done because they're probably the worst. Uh, the most finicky to paint, not the worst, sorry. And they came out pretty good. Um, and obviously one of the skull chuckers and the caskets, stuff like that, that you're going to use in most games. I some are sharp as well. So it was pretty much, I did not build it to be competitive. I played two games of six before this, uh, one against Andrew and one against Fury from the club. Um, and I didn't, well, I basically didn't change the list from when I, I took on Fury's Skaven. Like I just threw it all together, played it and I went, oh, yeah, it's, it's okay. And then I just left it. So, cause then I didn't have to screw around with like, oh crap, I need to paint, you know, something yeah, extra. Yeah, you gotta... Um, so that's how, that's all the strategy was. Although I did notice after the first game, man, I love the Tomb King magic in six. I was like so <laughs> yeah. dirty that I never played it in six because it's so simple. I love how it's so easy to remember and um, you can, yeah, a bit of spam. But, um, yeah, so basically that was my army. What did you, yeah, sort of just, you know, what it, what, it, what was in your threats there? Um, my, my return on this was, well, 
it was, uh, uh, you know, I just, I just constructed a fairly balanced list, I suppose. Um, you know, I had, I had one of each type of knight, <laughs> basically, going on. <laughs> I had a, 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 lord, a Britannian Lord that sort of built for challenges. Um, had a Virtue yep. Confidence that could re-roll hits and misses in challenge. He had a, a sword that they could use as a hand weapon or a two-handed that can ignore armor saves. Um, uh, and I think he just had the Enchanted Shield. So he was sort of like... He had a one-up save if he used the hand weapon, but if he went for the two-hander, he only had a three-up save. So it was pretty an aggressive sort of uh, build, um, mm. uh, but it could really it could put out some damage too. It was one of those ones where I was I'd always be worried that if he didn't kill the 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 character, he was he was trying to Gonna get killed the on the way back. Couple of like one, of, <laughs> I feel like he could survive maybe one round, <laughs> but if it went for more than that, yeah. um, uh, he'd probably get taken down. Um, uh, so I had that. Then I had then I had the BSB with a um, uh, a um, virtue that gives me extra combat res and a sort of might and a couple of damsels on on life, which I found to be mostly useful. Though the few games where I really rolled a lot of marshes, <laughs> which which you know, Mistress of the Marsh <laughs> really has a limited value, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, but all the other yeah. spells I found really um, good. Um, uh, and then, uh, yeah, I had the, the four, the four box of knights and then some peg knights and two units of yeomen of the skirmish archers and a trip. Um, uh, and yeah, it was, it was, a, a, I found, I, like, it's the type of list that I would typically take, um, uh, yeah. you know, through the years of playing in eighth edition and that type of thing, except for the lack of heroic killing blow that got errated, I think, uh, in 2012 or something like that. Um, uh, it's actually nice not having heroic killing blow in the list because when we're playing, you know, mm. like I actually had to take it. Like it didn't give me any choice. I was like obliged to take it if I had a lord, because that was like one of the only things that was keeping Bretonia sort of competitive in eighth because it was so threatening. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So not not having the obligation to take that actually gives me a whole lot more freedom in uh, what virtue do I take now? You know, how do I build my lord? It was actually mm, a lot more interesting mm. building a list. Okay. Um, having that not having that sort of um, uh, obligation to take it, which yeah, yeah. Found, um, I didn't sort of run through yeah my magic stuff, but I mean I had like chariots. I, I on the chariots I had like that. Um, I was testing out that banner that has that five up ward against uh, shoot, uh sorry against templates or non ballistic skill shooting i guess and then otherwise reroll hits if you for them and then the undying legion on the tomb guards so they can just keep casting heals as well um but apart from that it was fair and then a flying one of the leech priests was flying so we could get in and out um and then my tomb king had that magic item that allows you to cast two incantations i oh, sorry roll roll two dice and pick the highest um, and also he was, I think, oh God, what was a heavy, heavier, uh, he had the strength seven or whatever it was. He had the, must've been a great weapon and can't remember what it was, something else, uh, pretty common builds on him. But I mean, I guess, yeah, so that was, that was mine, my setup. I guess one thing I learned on my first, cause I, like, as I said, I played two games of six before I went to this, I, it was evident after playing uh fury's skaven of how much sixth like i was used to eighth where like a unit if you saw a big unit you don't want to go into it it's just gonna like the amount of tax is just gonna you know just ream you whereas um i wasn't aggressive enough against his skaven like my tomb guard could have taken on his bell unit because he only was killing like three or four a turn or whatever and i could just sit there and then keep healing and so i think with this game i thought to myself well 
if I can't slow down, I've got to throw those skellies out the front and then hopefully reform them into, I probably should reform them into, you know, four by whatever, but I just have a movement tray that was five um, and hope that I could probably take a charge and you won't kill them all. And then at some point I can start raising them back and then I can do some counter charging and stuff. But before you got there, hopefully I can, you know, cask at you, slash hit you with my two shots of the Screaming Skull Catapult. I mean, that was about the only strategy I had. That's why I cornered in the I cornered in the left of the table. Yeah, I right. guess I prayed to uh, whatever gods the Kemri prayed to. <laughs> yeah, because you um, were sort of straddling a river, I think, in that corner. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, you had the, what, the casket yeah. right in the corner and then, then the um, catapult sort of next to that, also behind the river, and then the, 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 the tomb guard sort of in the river's ford and then the light horseman just next to them. Um, then I think yeah. you had your archers and your shaftby and the and the chariot sort of in the centre sort of on the other side, of the, zone yeah. the other side of the river. Um, yeah. And, I, and I essentially, what I deployed most of my knights because in my deployment there was there was a forest sort of opposite from where your trim guard were, so I was sort of yeah. pushed into deploying mine more centrally, where I so I had my, my three main lances of knights there. Um, and the yeoman and that kind of thing. Because there was like a forest right on the left, hey, and then there was that sort of impassable building thing in the middle. And so there was, we basically played on a four by four table. Yeah, we played on a four by four table. <laughs> That's pretty yeah, much it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I feel, oh, sorry. And I do have two tomb scorpions. So I put them right down in the middle because I just thought at some point they're going to come down. And that means they're either going to come down on your unit or behind your units hmm. if they come down late and then yeah. hopefully do some damage. Yeah, hopefully to cause some um, chaos. So what do you remember about it? I mean, I really remember about right at the beginning of the game, the first turn or two, it felt swingy because I don't know if you failed. I, I can't remember. Or you got the, well, I got the casket through. Or I can't remember what it was, but there was a couple of dicey times when I took out a couple of grail knights or something and you were like, oh, crap, this is. Um, yeah, so that was, you know. what was that? I think that was like, I managed to dispel casket a couple of times. I think it was turn three where I, yeah, right. <laughs> it got through and, yeah, it killed a bunch of stuff. Which yeah. was pretty painful. And was it the um, casket or the um, catapult that hit your um, arches or something, or someone, and someone ran off and something happened? I think it was a casket. So when when I found it, because I, I think I think you rolled like a four to cast a casket, and I think right. I rolled a spell a couple of times. I'm like, oh, I've got three dice here because I got I had I had a magic resistance on one of the units, so I still had three dice yes. to spell it, and yeah. I rolled a four and Double two ones. ones, and I was yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> they're all four here. <laughs> Um, uh, and yeah, I think, I think because of the Treb and the Pegasus, uh, sorry, the, the, um, peasants, the, are on the leadership five, um, mm -hmm. they were going to have a hard time because they're all sitting on a hill so they could see the casket yeah. very easily. <laughs> so they yeah. were just, I think you killed like six or seven, pe uh, bowmen and they panicked and fled. And then, yeah, the Trebuchet, I think just died. Um, and then, yeah, the ground knights, I think he rolled quite high on the ground knights, and I think four, mm. I think I was four out of the seven knights, the, the ground mm. that, that hurt quite a lot. That was the most easy I could see them, really, because everyone else was either, at that point, either in combat or, or couldn't see. Yeah, okay, um, yeah, that's right. Because, and then I just remember, um, you know, I wasn't sure how it was going to go, but when I knocked a few of them and then you charged that realm unit, that realm bus hit those skeletons and I had 21 in there. And I remember sitting to myself going, and you even, you put a yeoman in front of my chariots because it's like, if these skellies hold, then, you yeah, know, I yeah, potentially no, so, have some flank charges on here, you know. Because that was in turn two. I'd moved my knights up and I think yeah, you'd re, you'd reformed your, your archers into a, into a block and put your hierophant sort of, you'd moved your hierophant out of that unit. Yeah. 
just behind the next to you, Shaki. about this whole thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was set up, unfortunately, for badness to happen. Um, uh, but because, because I think there was an opening there because I was intending to double charge it and I actually just missed the charge with the, That's right. with the yes. questing knights. And so it's just, right. just the realm with the BSB went in um, uh, by themselves. And I was like, Oh, that's that's a bit dicey. So yeah, so I had to try to redirect the chariot. I don't know if that would have been successful or not um, in the end. Um, but I was matter. fortunate because the trebuchet, <laughs> I don't remember, oh, the trebuchet scattered. I was aiming for the chariots and yes. it scattered like two or four inches, just yeah. clipping two ske- um, skeleton Skeletons. arches, killed yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> and then we, in the ensuing combat, I, I killed just perfectly. enough and had enough static combat res to crumble you yeah. down exactly so there was no no yeah. skeletons left. <laughs> That's right. So if the Treb didn't scatter, I would have had two skeletons yeah, you would have holding had two your skeletons unit up. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and but I didn't. No, so, no yeah. and instead I just overran straight into your Harif and, and the Ishafi. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> which was and there goes my game. <laughs> <laughs> sort of, sort of unraveled from there. I think, I think that was around the same turn that the casket went off, and so like we were yeah. kind of like, oh god, what's going to happen now? But yeah. I think, I think having lost the Harif, it was always going to be. Hard. I think I think the other thing is the the tomb guard just didn't really get a chance in that game to um, to do anything to do yeah. much. I, I just decided yeah. not to engage it because I yeah. just you know just felt like going into that thing would <laughs> was going to be bad 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 news. I think um, um, over time I think in this well I don't know in my brain in this tournament I got better at going. Let's throw the tomb guard. Like you know, when you've got a normal your normal army, you'd sort of you'd want to put your general in a good spot. You don't want to lose them, stuff like that. Whereas you don't really care as a tomb king. Like it's like let's get him up there. He can heal the unit and he can do some damage. And if he dies, he dies. Like it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I mean, you know? you could, and I, you, did you yeah. have a magic banner that was also healing as well? Like, yes. Yeah. yeah. So well, that's it, the one. So he can operate yeah. by themselves and heal his own unit. And yeah, mm. so I was just not aggressive. I mean, it's me not knowing what to do. But you know, each time you do this, you learn a bit, and that was mm. the the fun thing. Yeah. Mm. Um, I did yeah. find out later after the whole tournament that I could raise my catapult crew back up, which was interesting. So that. You know, in sixth edition, it does yeah, mean I probably should leave the catapult there and not just take it off. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so bizarre. So you'd have to kill the catapult specifically itself. Yeah, is yeah. that right? Yeah, it will crumble as well, I guess. So if you do beat, I don't know how to. I like oh. to check the crumble rules. So it could just crumble yeah. anyway. But It'll yeah, probably if you crumble, yeah, if you if you don't lose by like, like if it's just goblin wolf riders or something attacking it, yeah, they're probably going to yeah. not totally kill it. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, true. Anyway, yeah, you uh, took me out fifteen five on that one, so um, that was that was our first game. Mm. Yeah. Did you yeah. anything else to add on it, or that was probably me? No, no, that's no, no, yep. pretty good. <laughs> I think we covered it pretty well. No, uh, cool. How'd you go first game, Andrew? Mine, uh, yeah. And so... what your list is too? Oh yeah, I've just brought that up actually. <laughs> Memory's memory's not that good these days. So um yeah, my first game was up against Glenn. Uh he was playing Beasts. Um so yeah, as you guys know, I was bringing my uh dwarves. Uh so I was going on a bit of a cause obviously magic is uh quite a big thing in uh sixth edition, so it's gone pretty uh anti magic heavy. So I bought the uh Rune Lord who gives you plus two to spell dice on your uh base four for dwarves and then he, uh, he had the uh 
uh, talisman that um, oh. takes one of the power dice off the opponents. So uh, you roll on seven usually. Um, and I had two scrolls as well, the two dwarf scrolls. So I was pretty uh, pretty heavy with the anti-magic. Um, the general was rolling with a one-up re-rollable um, save and is also uh, immune to poison and killing blow. So he was pretty resilient, I suppose. But as rune lords do, they don't attack all that well. Um, mm. And then Methane was uh, the same same sort of kit uh, defensive-wise. So, yeah, he was coming up with a one-up re-rollable with the uh, immunity to poison and killing blow as well. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I was rolling uh, Longbeards and Warriors in um, both with uh, Hand Weapon Shield. Um, this is probably my bit of my undoing, I suppose. Um, I was very defensive, uh, which definitely showed when it came to combat, I suppose. Um, so, yeah, my best block was obviously my, my Longbeards, but, you know, you're only rolling with Strength 4 attacks, so... You know, it's not it's not that killy. Um, and then uh, on top of that, I just had a unit of rangers for some scouting. Um, probably, I, I don't know, in the future, I probably wouldn't do that. Scouting's not the best I've found in 6th edition. Mm. Um, I was rolling Thunderers, unit of 12 of those. Both of those, oh, sorry, the Thunderers had had weapon shield. Rangers are rolling with um, the great weapons. Um Two units of Troll Slayers. These guys are absolutely awesome, although they do die in droves. Um, so how did you end up using no them? Because I know in our game, they they didn't... Yeah, like, like were they more... Like, how did you end up using your Troll Slayers? So I just put them up um, sort of... So the, the game plan I sort of had was like, oh, just have the Troll Slayers maybe a little bit forward on the two flanks, protecting my flanks. And then just have these two core units, the Longbeards and the um, Warriors as sort of counter-charge units. Um, just try and get a flank in there somewhere. Mm -hmm. Or vice versa, if somebody came through onto one of those units, have my um, the Troll Slayers cool. as the the flank charges. Um, just a, a normal setup. Like it's, you know, it, it did and didn't work for me, um, as we'll find out as we <laughs> go through how my... How my um, how my games went. Um, on top of that, um, I was pretty artillery heavy. So I had a bolt thrower, one with plus one strength for taking out chariots, a so strength seven, um, one with just some flaming attacks, even though there's there wasn't a lot that was flammable that I came across. So that was, yeah, a bit of a bit of enough thing that I didn't really need. Um, the grudge thrower was absolutely fantastic in some games. Um, I had the rune of accuracy for re-rolling scattered ice, and that, that is pretty much mm, a must. Yeah. Um, with those grudge throwers. Um, uh, Gyrocopter, again, fantastic. 140 points, but it's... Uh, I threw it away a few times. It's like a bit of chaff, mm. but it's pretty expensive chaff coming in at 140 points. Um, breath Weapon can be really, really good against certain horde armies. Um, so, yeah, that, that was uh, a bit of a star, but, yeah, pretty expensive. Um, and the Organ Gun, biggest letdown of the game, or the... The entire tournament, uh, 120 points. Was it? Did it yeah, have that psychological oh. effect or not? Really? Um, yeah, I feel like everyone thinks it's this overpowered sort of, you know, destroy, destroy whole units in one go. But as as we'll see very soon, like I had 
had a couple of good little goes here and there, but yeah, definitely. I I thought it was going to perform better than what it did. I think a lot of other people do as well. Yeah. But yeah, to me, I thought the the grudge grudge throwers that's that's the star. Yeah. I I thought definitely. I think I'll be taking one or two of them and definitely probably just give the organ gun a bit of a miss next time. Fair enough. Um, so yeah, first game was against uh, Glenn. Um, I was a little bit worried. Yeah, so me and Colin as we were scheming about um, uh, his game with Josh, we obviously went into my game against Glenn with his beasts. I thought he was going to be uh, uh, ambushing. He had quite a bit of ambushing, but I, what, what I didn't realise is he needed uh, a certain Lord for that, which he didn't take. Um, so everything I thought that was going to happen didn't happen. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so he ended up um, basically... Oh, you know, deployed in pretty much a straight line, just as you do. Didn't have much shooting, so he came right at me. Um, this is probably one thing I think Glenn was really, really unlucky um, in a certain respect. I had my um, this is oh, it's kind of a bit of a star of the show actually. These um, the Rangers, um, although I don't like the scout rule, they're off to them their, their own side, and he had some kitted up. Uh, Minnows, the coming, you know, they had, oh, what was it? Maybe 13, 14 attacks mm. um, charged in. And I'm just like, oh, here we go. This unit's gone. And he just whiffed, completely whiffed. Um, we sat there for a couple of turns and, you know, the Rangers just belted him down mm. and pursued him. And, yeah, at, see you later to the that Minor unit. I felt pretty bad actually. How much, um, how much minus what, in this edition? How big that unit be? Oh, it. So it was three. It, it wasn't super expensive, but you know, it was. You know, what minors are like like they're they're tough four, but you know, it was just coming out. They had like um, I think plus one attack, and mm. they had um, yeah. Was, I, I think they're coming up at like maybe four or five attacks base. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they you know it it should have done a lot better than what it did, but um nah the, the Rangers did pretty well on that, um but yeah everything else just came down um I was pretty got pretty lucky with um a few hits into one of his big units his main block with my um, grudge thrower, um so it took quite a few models off there um the bolt throwers were going pretty good. Um, on the on the flanks and taking out his um, chariots, he had two chariots, so they were coming up, um, coming with the goods. Um, but yeah, he ended up having um, a demon prince, so that sort of slammed in into the center. Um, and then he had a a, a herd unit, um, gores and ungores. I think it's like a mixed unit, um, so that was in there as well. And then he had uh, running these minos on the flanks, so. Uh, basically, it, it's sort of like we were bogged down in the middle a bit and the Troll Slayers um, sort of got rid of a minor unit and then luck, were luckily enough to get in the flank of one of the... Um, there, there was this forest in the centre and it was just killing both of us for these charges and movement. Um, so he had a minor unit, couldn't get to my Slayers in time and then they just got a flank charge off. And as you know, with the Demon Prince, it just comes down to, you know... Um, few too many, few too many um, points 
sort of and and you're looking at a crumble and that's exactly yeah. what happened from the combat res um so yeah there was it wasn't it was a bit of a swing but it wasn't huge um it was pretty bloody um in the middle um i did lose quite a few long beards and warriors um i think i lost my bsb in there somewhere um so i think in the end i came out the small win so it was a 13 uh 13-7 um Glenn was a great guy to play against as well um so that was only as Colin knows my second game um my first one was against him um so I'm pretty fresh to sixth um and just the dynamics mm. and the way that psychology plays is such a huge huge thing and um just the way that you know you've only got the front rank and obviously the the model's taken away you can't attack back it's just, it's a huge dynamic to the game yeah. that I just, I, I didn't have my head around for that entire, um, for Castle Assault at all. Um, but yeah, it's just, but but it was fun. Mm. It was fun. Ah, that's awesome, man. That's cool. Well, I, uh, yeah, well, I ended up with only five points on that one. So that's, <laughs> I think that's what it was, wasn't it? 15-5, Josh? I think, we had uh, that right. I think so. Something yeah, like yeah, that. it was, yep. yep. So what was, um, so Josh would have gone straight to the top tables. So what 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 was your next game, Josh? <laughs> um, uh, uh, so my next game was against what Dave Palmer um, with his Slanesh ah. Slanesh models. It's a nice guy, yeah, Dave. Cool. Yeah, he's awesome. Game. I hadn't met him before. The dirty dirty boy, <laughs> Slanesh. <laughs> um, uh, what did he? Yeah, he was. He's yeah, pretty small little army. I think he had like a demon prince, and he had um, uh, a unit of, of chosen chaos knights, and a and a fairly big block of chosen warriors as well, um, and just like some war hounds and some horsemen and some furies, just like some some little bits of chaff here and there. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, this game sort of it came down to a. Uh, a few key moments. Um, uh, the first being that uh, I managed to, to to sort of tempt, I suppose, uh, his demon prince with my peg knights. Um, mm-hmm. So I just gave him a charge <laughs> to charge my peg knights, bit yeah, of bait. A bit of bait, yeah, yeah, yeah. just to draw him sort of uh, across. Yeah. Uh, the peg knights, I think they fled the charge and then they failed to rally and just went off the board. And I was like, oh well, I guess they've they've done their work. <laughs> Um, uh, and then while that was going on, when I sort of managed to get past the, the, the prince and the errants, were, which I had out on the flank, he gave me a charge with the hounds and I just sort of, the errants just went straight into the hounds and, and overran. Um, uh, and he sort of set up a, a counter charge with the, the chosen. Um, uh, but the angles that it worked out at meant that, um, I was able to, f- I, the errants then fled the charge from the from the chosen knights, um, but I positioned the ground knights so that they could actually then hit the flank of the, the chosen uh, knights, um, uh, which, you know, uh, meant that I won that combat fairly fairly handsomely, um, uh, and, the, and, the, and, those, and the, the knights just fled off the board. Um, and then the other key moment was... Um, uh, I managed to get the realm and the, and the questing knights uh, into the the the, uh, the other block of, of chosen warriors. Um, you try to get Tilaid and Delusions off on the questing knights to sort of distract them because the Tilaid and Delusions spell is one where you know 
the if they don't charge declare a charge that turn the action the unit just sort of heads off in a different direction <laughs> basically oh, right. um, uh, yeah. uh, but i think he measured he got enough and then he measured the range and it's actually just outside 24 inches so then the spell just didn't go off um which meant right. i was able to to set up the questing knight so they could charge with the realm that the following turn into the into the the warriors um and having both those units go into that block at the same time with all the set of combat res that lance gets and all the you know the attacks and the lord in there doing his challenging stuff um uh meant again i was able to win that combat fairly handsomely and just sort of yeah. run straight through um uh and my Bowman and the Trebs have been doing pretty good work, just knocking down the 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 other hounds and the Furies and that type of thing. Um, uh, and ultimately, yeah, I won that one sixteen four um, in the end. Um, so and that was um, yeah, I mean that would have been perfect for you too, because I think the objective was getting their deployment zone as well. Yes, it was. So yeah, that was the, to do. That's yeah. Right. the second round was yeah, getting I think it was four fifty points if you had a mm. unit in the opponent's objective zone. Um, yeah, which yeah, which I which I managed to which I managed to achieve because yeah, basically the way that game they ended up yeah well over onto his side of the table um, by the end of the yeah. game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, that's good. Yeah. yeah, um, I took on um, was there anything in that game that you yeah I mean you won it I guess but anything specifically that you do different or that you learned or it was all pretty went to plan. Um. I think that one largely went to plan. I didn't learn too much. I learned, I learned a lot more from the next one, but yeah, we'll okay. get to that. <laughs> yeah, okay. Cool. So my, this one will be quick for me because uh, I played Tim uh, Nesbitt with Orc and Goblins. So obviously I, that's my that's my one true love. It was quite you know, good to see. And it, it went like Orc and Goblin games do, which is even yeah, funny yeah. in 6th in edition. So, um, yeah, I thought I, I was pretty confident in this one just because I'd seen what, you know, against Skaven and I think against your, was it your, Andrew? I can't remember. But, you know, just doing panic and stuff like that, hitting yeah. people with um, the catapult. Mm. Like it was pretty good. So, um, and there was no, there was one forest, uh, which, so, but it wasn't even in game really. So there was everything in his arm. He could see my casket and it was on a hill. Um, he basically had a fairly, he had like a big unit of big ends, another unit of orcs, and then a bunch of, I think he had, two or three units of Nikons with, you know, six fanatics or nine fanatics. He had a fair bit of that. And then he had a few chariots and stuff. So he had some – and rock lobber and um, bolt thrower, two bolt throwers, I think. Um, but, yeah, man, it just uh, – I don't think I did anything great. It just sorks and goblins. He, the poor dude failed. I don't know how many animosity tests. He had that oh, – no. I didn't even realise in six. I couldn't remember that you can actually charge your own unit. So his, yes. his orc begins <laughs> charge his other orcs. Um, <laughs> and then I, I did hit it with a casket and a screaming skull catapult at some point. So he lost a unit of night goblins off the board. And, they, you know, he's all in – He's yeah, all. Yeah. he was back on his back line almost. And right. so when they fled, they were just gone. And that, I think right. he lost one wizard in that. And then I think I got a scorpion up on his other one, level four or something, and got rid of that. And then um, by then my chariots and I think it was my chariots and my other scorpion had made it into his deployment zone as well. So, like, it just it just went south for him with paddocks yeah, yeah, and yeah. thingy. And I was like, I, my, 
my other units were just sitting back in my deployments going, <laughs> okay, well, nothing to do. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I felt sorry for every, you know, yeah, he was a good opponent, but he just, that's orcs for you. And I think we just yeah. laughed. It was, you know, it was pretty good. He did, you know, he took out my, I think he got rid of my Sharpie and stuff like that at the end. But so he, it was, ended up being a 14-6 win to me or something like that. Nice. So he did get some of my, I think he got a fair bit of the units when they got across the board, but I still had some stuff in there. But um, yeah, so that was, yeah, that was just fun. It was by the second game, a few beers in and just seeing the orcs be orcs. It was, uh, yeah, it was good. Yeah. yeah. But good, good to get a win for, uh, on, you know, sixth edition for the first time in a tournament. So yeah. How'd you go, Andrew? Yeah. So, um, I ended up playing Angus, uh, my second game, um, who I didn't know at the time was uh, quite, you know, quite heavy into the scene and is, you know, quite competitive. Um, so, yeah, we, uh, I went into it um, not with too much of an idea on what to do. I, I thought, you know, I might come across Josh. Josh and Angus, well, they, you know, they got Brett lists, I suppose, so they're always taking cavalry. And I just, I didn't have too much of a game plan in that regard um, on what to do other than, you know, try and slow it down and, you know, possibly get a, a counter charge if somehow, you know, I can get my Unbreakable Slayers in there. But, yeah, you know, six inches charge mm. from dwarves. Yeah, is, you, yeah, you don't really yeah, get that off. Yeah. When you get that off, you're <laughs> nah. sad, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's so daunting too. Just even looking at something, you're like, oh, is that six inches? You're like, you know, yeah. you're trying to. Yeah, it's anyway. Um, so he he sort of like came at me with a bit of a center. Um, he had I think two two of his buses. Um, then he was flanking me with he had a did the knights uh, errant errant list didn't he with yeah. um so that's a new yeah, thing yeah. well not a new thing but it's a not a yeah, non standard one list. yeah 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 that's it. Yeah. yeah so that's yeah. grail uh, champions think, yeah. is that right grail yeah, knight champions in like, errant yeah yeah, yeah. points extra yeah. for grail champions he had them yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> sorry yeah I just so interrupted but yeah it was a different Brett list yeah yeah yeah. It was effective, I'll give it that. Um, but yeah, he's had some flying stuff coming down the sides and another one of his um, knight-errant buses coming down the flanks. Um, but yeah, he was rolling... Um, I, haven't, I haven't seen this before. Um, I'm sure it, it's pretty common because um, I saw it a little bit later, but he was rolling with his um, uh, the fast cab in front of his buses just to block line of sight. Um, so yeah, I did have some shooting problems, um, initially, and that was the only thing that was really going to possibly slow, slow him down or, you know, is that for like really on your, rest. um, well on your, on like everything, but the grudge thrower basically, is that right? So like you can't, yeah, 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 yeah basically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I, I didn't do terribly great in shooting, um, I think I got a, the grudge thrower hit his peg on the head and ended up killing the knight of all things. But then the peg just kept running down the flank and killing my war machines. Um, the peg is up by itself. So, just unmounted. Yeah, the, it didn't it didn't run off. Yeah, it just you know where he rolled and it's just like yeah, you keep keep controlling it. So yeah, that that was a bit of the bane to my to my flank. Um, and probably this this is like the quintessential just classic organ gun. Um, 
So he was running his fast cav, and I think I shot it enough where I could see one of his units for line of sight with my organ gun. And I'm like, yep, yep, this is it. All right, got to take some nights off. Rolled a 10, so that's 10, 10 hits automatic. Strength 5, AP 3. Mm. And then obviously he's come in with his... Uh, I think he had a 5-up save after the armor modifications, and then his 5-up ward, and... I got none. He wore, he did everything, so saved all of them. <laughs> and I'm just oh like, God. all right, all right, this is this is gonna hurt. And then obviously, uh, yeah, as you can tell, he's sort of charged in and did some damage. Um, I had slayers on the flanks. They held up pretty good, um, funnily enough, because as you know, the Bretts are all about the charge. Um, so yeah, he sort of he got into my. Um, my warriors and long beards and did some damage there and the slayers they stuck around um pretty well right till the end of the game actually um but i just didn't have anything for a flank um to get in and do any damage uh so yeah uh probably my biggest letdown again this is me just not knowing the rules was um just banners the cost of losing banners yeah um and i'll put banners on everything so these little units of Thunderers and Quarrelers, they've all got banners as well. Yeah. Um, so you're losing 100 points for those. Um, it, it hurts when when you start adding up the points. Um, That's interesting so you say yeah, that because was... I reached out to Josh uh, about a week or two before Castle or so asking about banners because I was looking at, I was just looking at my list going, why do I even want to take any? Like, like what are they going to do for me? And yeah. Like, um, and he was like, yeah, there's no yeah. blood and glory. And I went, well, I'm not yeah. putting banners on my bloody, you know, uh, Archers and shit. So yeah. <laughs> nah. Yeah, that's. I wish I knew this. I, there's all these things I wish I knew because yeah, they they hurt. Um. So yeah. In the end, I think um I got three points out of that game. Um. So it was a bit of a whitewash, but um. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it was a good player. Um. He was helping me out with a few bits and pieces. Um. Sort of explaining. That's the one thing with sixth is um. Uh. Obviously the the pre measuring. Yeah. So. Mm. Obviously, you got to eyeball it, but, you know, for me, I'm just like, oh, you know, it seems like different. So you see so some people, they sort of, they eyeball it, but they might um, do little sneaky pre-measures with other things. So mm-hmm. um, I was just asking that. I'm like, oh, can you, like, you know, divide the board by two and this and that? It's like, nah, it's like literally you just got to, like, eyeball it as best you can and not really use any sort of, I suppose, even sort of psychological sort of measuring aids sort of thing. Um, so, yeah. That, it sounds like a topic for was, a podcast. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I, I certainly do bit, sit there and go area. like, you know, one foot, two foot when I'm launching my catapult. But like, you know, yeah. I know well, you shouldn't be. Um, that's what I was trying to do. Yeah. yeah. So I was trying to like count out with sort of my hands. So I'm like, oh, oh I think that's yeah, a foot. Nah. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to do that with and my hand. And then I think that's a foot. Yeah. Not, not, not with oh, my hand, yeah, but yeah. as in like. Yeah. So, so I'll visually say like, you know, oh, this grain of sand or that tree there, I think that's a foot. And then that hill over there, that'll be another foot. So it's sort of like, but I wasn't, I wasn't using anything as like yeah, a, yeah. a measuring guide, but it was like more of a, a distance. So I think that to that is like a foot. And then that to that is like a foot sort of thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, nah, you can't really do that. So totally topic. Uh, Cause it does, um, it's one of those etiquette things, isn't it? Like, well, we should definitely talk about that because like, I feel like pre-measurement uh, allows you to be a little bit of etiquette comes in because you can agree before you do things, but then without with six not being able to pre measure, 
that's when you do end up with these, I guess, arguments after you've tried to do something, thought it was in, but then it's on a real gray area and it's like, well, there was no way for us to pre-agree on that um, because we couldn't yeah. pre-measure. But you're not taking anything out and typically yeah. measuring with anything. You're just sort of like, yeah, it's, it's pretty gray because I think that is a, a way that people estimate distance is they use comparable. So it's like, oh, I think that's a football field. And then that's another football field. Oh, God, yeah. Like, it's yeah, like, I think you oh, could do that. Just, I just don't think you put your hand on the table or anything. But, yeah, we should talk about that. No, no, no. Yeah, Because I think that's uh, there's mm. such good things with six um, that where it's, you know, guessing. But at the same time, what are the downfalls, you know? So, mm. Yeah, so did you um, – yeah. how did you end up? That was not good then in the end. No, they had three, three seventeen. Okay. Um, but, yeah. It's it really good to play against, um, sort of showing me the ropes. Obviously, he's a very good player and yeah. explained quite a few things, um, which which I didn't know. Um, so it's good good to learn off. Absolutely. And, and, hey, if you got three points off him, that's more than all his other opponents got, wasn't it? Because didn't he only drop eight points in the game, in the tournament? Yeah, wasn't he a 92? Yeah, I think he yeah. was 90. So he lost eight points and you took three of them. So, yeah, that's a win. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Silver lining. <laughs> uh, uh, that's good. Right, where were you uh, up to? I don't even know. Was that your game two, wasn't it? Was that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Right, so it sounds like a fun, Josh. You were learnt things on your third I, game. I certainly, certainly was a learning experience. So I came up against uh, Richard Saxon with uh, his uh, Blood Dragon Vampire Counts Army. Um, all in Bretonian formation, Bretonian lance formation, undead. Oh yes, right, <laughs> cool. Um, it was a list that I think he had. He had a. It was mainly knights. He had. I think he had one block. Uh, that was four deep. That had the a blood dragon lord with two white lords, and a, you know one being a BSB. I think the other one had the the book that reduces um, minus one to hit in within six inches of the of the, the character that holds that book. And then I think you had four other blocks of knights, one twelve, and I think three units of six, um, and then two banshees, um, uh, and that was the list. Um, uh, so very very aggressive list. Um, not much like in terms of magic and that type of thing. Not much that can hit me. Um, I think I think his, his vampire lord was level three. Uh, yeah, it was level three, uh, but. Uh, and but he didn't have any other um, casters, uh, so mm. yeah, yeah, fairly limited amount of power dice. So and no other range. So I was kind of like, I probably could have tried to be a bit more cagey or defensive in this game, really. Um, uh, especially because yeah, the way he deployed, he actually tried to avoid this big forest that was in his deployment zone. Because I rolled the Master of Wood on my on my life wizards, and he was like, he was really didn't want that going off and anything. So I actually deployed. Um, uh, to all to one side, um, and I probably I actually ended up deploying sort of pretty much across from him, um, but I potentially could have like deployed further towards the forests just to just to a give me more space between him so I could have a bit more time using the trebuchet and that type of thing, uh, but also maybe to draw him into the forest so I can use the magic a bit more. Um, uh, but I didn't really do that. I just sort of deployed across, and then I try I sort of moved things up and actually probably used my yeoman a bit too aggressively again i just sort of i pushed them in front of him to try to redirect him um mm. uh but he actually just used his smaller blocks of knights to to go through them um and they overran like a, I, I fled with them so they would do their full charge of 14 um 
uh, and they came up to my night blocks. Uh, uh, but I didn't really draw out the, his main unit, which is sort of what I wanted to do to sort of uh, get get that the unit with the three characters at the front in the wrong position. Um, uh, and then uh, and then I felt some pressure to actually try to charge him. Then when I probably could have actually let his little units of of six actually charge my knights because I feel like I had enough static combat res and yeah. staying power that I probably could have just taken the charge. Um, uh, but I actually felt like I needed to pre press thing, press you know, push things. So I actually went ahead and charged them rather than waiting. Um, and because I was wanting to charge them, uh, I actually had the opportunity to put the ground knights into the into his main um, lance with the three characters in it, um, which again was probably a bit of hubris, really, <laughs> thinking mm -hmm. the ground knights could just go into anything. Because um, at this point, I was kind of like, yeah, sure, like they can probably handle it, maybe. Uh, and they go in. You know, they're minus one to hit with the book. Um, and because it's got three characters at the front, I couldn't actually strike the unit itself. Um, yeah. uh, and I actually ended up failing to do a single wound with the, with the, with the grails. <laughs> oh, God. Um, uh, uh, so, so, yeah. So they, they lost they lost handsomely. I actually managed to... It was, I think I had to test on a three for the grails. I actually rolled a two in that game, which was <laughs> like... It's, it was an amazing moment. It didn't actually affect the game that much in the end because <laughs> <laughs> they broke the next turn anyway. Um, uh, and then uh, and then other things came to pass on the flank where um, I'd actually move the... When I moved the Yeoman up, I'd actually move the Pegasi up on the flank as well also to try to give an opportunity for his main bus to charge them too. Um, uh, but he actually ended up getting a Banshee in the flank of the Peg Knight. So I just didn't even see that charge. Um, uh, and then because they're in the flank, um, uh, the Banshee didn't do any wounds, but it was it was a draw in combat, um, which I now realize it was actually, I actually played it a bit wrong because it was just a Banshee by itself. It shouldn't have got a flank charge bonus because you need to be unit strength five right, or more yeah, to get a flank beautiful. bonus. Yep. Um, so I should have been winning that combat by one <laughs> just because no one was going to wound anyone and then I had that number. Um, uh, but... But because they, they were locked there, he actually got his other unit of 12 knights without a character in it. They were coming around the building that was sort of out on his flank, and they actually got a charge into the flank of the peg knights, um, uh, ran that combat, then managed to clip the, the flank of the pe the questing knights with a lord in it. Um, uh, going in the flank there, that was <laughs> disastrous for me. So yeah, yeah, took out my general, took out the the, the questing knights. When they went into the flank, I tried to reposition the realm knights to sort of try to deal with him, but I hadn't accounted for Van Hill's Dance Macabre. So they over that that bus overran and then he actually managed to move and then charge them with Van Hell's into the flank of the mm. realm knights as well. Um uh and yeah, essentially, you know, that was it was really <laughs> game over no. at that point. So I actually lost that game twenty nil. Um, oh yeah. wow! So, okay. Yeah, it was a big loss. Wow. Um, uh, but yeah, it was a game where I was. There was definitely um, uh, a lot of things that I learned from that game. Um, yeah, he, he used the charge lanes really well, and I, he didn't take the bait that I tried to give him. And yeah, yeah. and I could have deployed it slightly differently. And yeah, this might have changed. But yeah, but yeah, it was a, it was a good game though. Yeah, wow. No, that's yeah. Well, I'm glad I didn't have to come up against that list. I, I did see it those. Was, I mean, I don't like yeah, vampires at the best of time, but when you match them up with uh, Bretonian, it's, a, it's yeah, like a it's, it's really strong Bretonian list almost because 
the fact that yeah. they're undead and they get killing all those guys get killing blow on the charge <laughs> as well as being straight yeah, six yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really brutal and then having the extra movement capabilities with van hills as well it just combines to it's, a, it's actually a really scary list <laughs> it's really scary <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, well wow, yeah cool. how's your game well, colin yeah, well, I um I played Dave Palmer next, so um. Oh, you played Dave. Next? I was amazing. Yeah, I played, and it was oh. awesome because I mean he's so oh, he uh and he was saying he's I hadn't met him before, but he's he's an old Podhammer guy. He was on Podhammer too. Yeah, wasn't he, he was saying he, 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 he was he he was involved in running the very first Castle Assault, and he was he played yeah. loads of sixth and seventh. I think he dropped it during eighth because he just hated it. Yeah, which. which in the context now, I've played six quite a bit. I'm like, oh, I, I can see, sort of see I now see why, why someone people, would hate yeah. eight. <laughs> I love eight too, but I can see why people hate eight. Yeah, yeah. totally. Um, That's, is yeah, that so because we both came back into Warhammer during eight? Is that why we probably. have that love of it? Because we didn't have that well, context, do you think? I think so, and I didn't. Yeah, there was no context, and I hadn't um, – because I hadn't played seventh. No, it's just all this either. new stuff. And I did like some of the new stuff. And I like modeling, so I didn't mind having units of 40 or 50 things, you know. Yeah. But um, and hadn't – I think in 6, I did, you know, when I did play it right at the beginning, I, I wasn't playing it properly. So yeah. the whole psychology and all this stuff that is so much better in 6, I just – I didn't even realize yeah. it was a thing. Did I. So I think that's probably why I didn't – Yeah. So yeah, I was just used to 8th edition where something like that. psychology didn't seem to make much difference. <laughs> Now well, everyone was just re-roll stuck everything. Yeah. Just re-roll yeah. everything. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> yeah, the yeah. So he was uh, like, we just got on the piss straight away. Pretty much, he was already on it anyway. But then when I knew the type of person he was, <laughs> and he was saying he's a big swearer, so I was making him swear all the time. So it was good. Um, but yeah, I wasn't. By then, I wasn't. Man, I didn't have much like oh, knowing that they were. Some of them were immune. I think oh, were they immune? Just like, I can't remember with his Slanesh, but. Um, it was pretty much the same yeah, sort of thing. Sit back, yeah. Sit back and um, try and hit them with the catapult on his knights because he had that six or seven. The chosen knights was pretty high, so they could get hit with my catapult. Try and take them out. Um, and I did try to aim my tomb guard against his other chosen, the block. But I wasn't. I don't know what I was going to do about the demon prince. Mm. Like I was like, well, it's going to get in and it's going to kill stuff. You know, like what can I do? Um, yeah. But. It went pretty good actually in the end because what happened was, even though, sorry, yeah, I, well, no, I thought I was going to go really, it had some good moments in the middle of the game where like my scorpions came up on his um, chosen knights and I managed, I think I only managed to get one or two down, but it was still, they were, you know, yeah, like four or five. I was like, okay, let's get, I can probably tie them up. Yeah. Um, I did, what was that? Is each knight, how much would they be per knight? Oh, I, yeah, well, there's you'll yeah, we'll we'll learn about them in Looking a minute. But anyway, so, yeah. <laughs> and then um, I had my chariots out to the right, and I think he had um, what do you have out there? I can't remember. But what what ended up happening was I think it was five marauder knights or something, and his demon prince went into my chariots, like right up on the other side of the board. Oy. But he whiffed everything, uh, <laughs> and, okay. and my guys. I had so my char actually I might have even been I can't remember who charged now he must have charged me, but I killed a few of these marauder guys and 
Anyway, what ended up happening is my chariots ended up killing his demon prince. It was like, what just happened? Wait, like over two rounds of combat, he just through, kept whiffing through combat and res. Like, how yeah, yeah it was just combat him. res. Oh. It, no, it was combat res. Yeah, and him popping, and yeah, and I was like, Amazing. are you kidding? I had like one chariot left in the end, but yeah, that'd yeah. hurt. That'd hurt. <laughs> so, um, and then by then though, he's uh, he had another set of dogs and his harpies had gone around and got rid of my catapult. Um, so really all that was left was, remember, this was the objective one too. So there was the objective in the middle of the table. His chosen oh, yeah. warriors were near it. And I had yeah, hold the center, yeah. I had two or three of Sharpty and my tomb guard were about to go into his chosen warriors. And his, the scorpion potentially was still tying up his knights. Oh, sorry, no, it was my skeleton warriors had taken over from the scorpion on his knights to hold them up. Um I'd since flown my, where was my hierophant? He'd gone over to the tomb guard, but I thought, okay, before I charge, I'd better get him out of there because he's going to get killed. Um, and he had two harpies left after he killed my um, casket. So I had, so <laughs> this is why I didn't realise the rules. <laughs> I flew my hierophant over um, to, okay, so my at this point my chariots had not killed his, Demon Prince yet. So I flew my chariots, my Hierophant out of the unit to get within 12 of my chariots and that's how I held them back. So that's how, that was worth it because eventually I killed his Demon Prince. Um, and then my Tomb Guard went into his chosen warriors and yeah, wiped and the, the Sharpty killed them, routed them. And meanwhile, my, I still, I still have like 10 skeleton warriors left holding up those knights, but I'm like my Tomb Guard fully buffed because I'll heal them. I mean, I'm going to take out those knights easy. So I've got this game, you know, like I was like, this is pretty good, <laughs> you know. <clears throat> and I got, and so like turn four or whatever, I flew my Hierophant a little bit. I went, well, what's the Hierophant doing? He's done his job. He's healed the uh, the chariots. Well, I don't know. I'll fly a little bit closer and shoot the 18-inch magic missile at these two harpies that just killed my casket just to take him out, you know. So I flew over there. He dispels it. <laughs> then his turn, he goes, well, Harpies can charge your hierophant. I went, oh, what? Like, yeah, skirmishes three. <laughs> I'm a stupid idiot. He went straight in, killed my hierophant, and then, um, oh and then God. so my chariots crumbled. And then, um, yeah, I was like, oh fuck, well that's annoying. But I was like, okay, I've still got this game. I charged my tomb guard, full strength tomb king into that unit of five or four. I think it was five knights left. Um, and he wiped my tomb guard. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, so his knights uh, were standing with next to the objective, and I had won a Sharpty next to him, and he won. <laughs> oh my like, god! Yeah. And it was all in the last turn and a bit. I just went, "What the hell just happened?" I was what just happened? So I don't know if I can't even remember if I whiffed or not, but um, I'd love to work that combat out again because I was like, "How did my tomb guard not take on just five? Nights, just not even in, just do a bit of damage and yeah. a little bit of combat res. I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah. But yeah, by then I'd drunk a lot too. But it swung <laughs> right back round to 14 to 6 lost. But I thought I had it, man. I was like, the turn, game, turn and a half left. I was like, yeah, I've got this. Yeah. <laughs> it just, I don't know. Oh. Yeah. they have Killing Blow, don't they, as well? Is yeah, right? Killing yes. Blow. And I can't remember what happened. But oh, yeah. yeah, there's a big picture of them all dead. And, <laughs> Him standing next to me. <laughs> Why? Why? Anyway, that was my that was my game. Uh, so I lost two games and one on the first day. Yeah, one one. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Smash through yours, Andrew. 
Yeah, yeah. So um, the last game of day one um, up against Ross from Sydney, uh, another fantastic guy to play against. Um, that's one thing I did notice, the community. It's, it's actually, it was really good, like a bit competitive like most games, but um, I found it more fun, more... Mm. There's a lot, lot of talk going on. Um, I find the community is actually really good. Uh, probably one of the big draw cards to, to getting on board with sixth. Um, yeah, Ross was playing his his vamps. Um, so he was rolling with. Um, uh, he had a bit of a bus going with um, the Dark Knights uh, with a white king or some something like that um, in there. Well, character bit killy um he actually had quite a bit of movement um he had like bat units um uh what was there just skeletons um with a lamia vamp in there um he was rolling a uh graveguard unit and a i think there was a zombie unit in there as well um so yeah i sort of lost the game from the get-go because yeah, had a, had a couple of beers like everybody else, and probably wasn't thinking too straight. So I deployed quite quite long, um, and there was a hill which I, I set up quite a few of my units around. Um, and then he started deploying to the side, um, and it didn't didn't quite you know didn't quite all come together for a bit. And I'm like, why is he over in this little corner to a bit? Um, and then yeah, sort of started deploying over to the side where he was a bit more, um, thinking that he was going to come across the board and sort of meet up, but he sort of all kept sort of like, you know, turtling in this corner a bit. Um, and then once we kind of finished deployment, I sort of like realised, oh, hang on, he's got to be within 12 inches of his oh, general yeah, to march. Yeah, his general to march, yeah, yep. Did not even think about mm, that. And then mm. I've got these Dudes two over the other units side. <laughs> doing nothing. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, here we go. Um, so anyway, that, that, you know, he's, uh, he's come at me with his, um, his bus of knights. Um, and yeah, this is sort of like, you know, the deployment wasn't good. And then I think it was like turn one or turn two, uh, my grudge thrower blew up, um, my organ gun in a prime position to fight these knights misfired couldn't fire that turn or the next and i'm just like oh here we go uh <laughs> bolt throwers two bolt throwers just you know couldn't make it to save my life and i'm just like oh here we go the only thing doing half decent was the the thunderers with their um ap one plus strength four for a, a total of two ap um they were knocking a few nights off um so as you said before it was the center so there was that token in the center you had to get to um, so the guys that I deployed on the left were doing their six-inch uh, march at the time <laughs> to try and get to the center. Um, so I had these units doing pretty much nothing on the left. Um, and then, yeah, he's come through on the right. Um, I had a unit of slayers and a, a grudge, uh, not grudge thrower, sorry, a um, bolt thrower. Um, so he's basically moved down with his bats and um, his graveguard towards me and the rest is pretty much gone to the center um so he's come into my one of my big units um in the center um that was my long beards 
and he just blew them apart with his uh his night bus. So they ran. He caught me. Um, it wasn't looking too good, but I did have a unit of slayers in the center, um, which held him up. Uh, basically, he was raising a lot of zombies, um, and they were just uh, raised because he's got that eighteen-inch range, and he was just picking points. Yeah. So he was just going for all my war machines, because um, you know it's you know free raise, and he's getting you know what what one twenty points here, and you know. 70 points there, this and Am that. I, did um, did but, we play, um, <clears throat> is it right that they have to raise at least five to form a unit, a new unit? Is that that same rule for those guys? Yeah, it would have okay. been about that. Like it wasn't a lot. I thought it was, you know, five or seven or something. Like, not huge, yeah. but it was enough to get rid of these, um, you know, yeah. just points of points. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so I did I did get rid of his night bus with my slayers and then he, he bogged them down with, I think, a unit of... Um, uh, zombies, um, and then on the right, my slayers slowly just got whittled away with his grave guard. I took a heap with me, um, but yeah, he took the bolt throw on that side. He got my slayers right at the end, um, but I took most of his grave guard down and most of his bats. He had all these bats he was like bringing down, but you know, it's just wounds. Like at the end of the day, I, I was trying to throw everything I can into the bats to try and you know get the combat res, um, but yeah, it was sort of like. He was on my flank. I was on his flank. Like it was just, it was one of those sort of muddied sort of combats. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, by the end of it, funnily <clears> enough, my, my units that did absolutely nothing got onto the objective and outnumbered him. So I got the objective and we ended up, funnily enough, having a 10 10 oh, draw. Oh, wow. Okay. So <clears throat> swung back. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, it's just one of those games of just not thinking about deployment. You're sort of you're thinking about a, a generic deployment. Mm. You're not thinking about a deployment against how can I deploy mm. about against this person? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so 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 that was a good learn learn like lesson learnt right there. It's just these generic deployments you sort of think about in your head. Sometimes you just default yeah. to that. But you got you know, your game plan, but you got to sort of think. If I was using hits, I mean, what do I have to do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, and also just thinking like which each unit as you're deploying it, what am I wanting to do with that unit? Like, you know, what's yeah. the goal for that unit? Where is it going to go in this couple of turns? Um, That's yeah. far too many turns ahead for me, Josh, but I get your point. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but yes. I don't know if you guys feel the same, but sometimes you feel a bit rushed in the yeah, deployment. I totally, like, yeah. you know, well, Everyone's trying to get this game off, and it's like, oh, where do you want to put these yeah. guys? Well, I, I, if you spend... in Josh's point, I feel I tried to do that, but then what I found with six not playing it that much is then I'm like, oh, but I can't measure anything, and I've got this, I've got that twelve inch sort of, my hierophants can only cast twelve inches, and you're sort of like, uh, uh, I have to like, so you end up just like shoving <laughs> them together, and then the whole thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, doesn't pan out. Yeah, yeah. yeah fair enough. Um... Cool. Right, so that's the end of day one, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, there was yep. drinking and beer, and then we went on to day four, <laughs> I mean, day two, whatever it was. Game four. Day two, yeah. yeah. Right? yeah. That Korean restaurant was nice. It was a bit like that. I, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I, I was tasting whatever we were. What, what did, um, I keep calling him Matt, not, what's his name? Um, John. What did John end up buying everyone? It was like some weird Korean sweet. Wine thing we were drinking. Oh, the so shops. Yeah, yeah, so true. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, like yes. I, was, I swear I could taste blueberry the next day. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, yes. yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. 
was a good <laughs> good way to cap the day. Um, uh, yeah, no. So, shall we go into the second day two? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, so, um, round four. So, I played against Hamish Ritchie um, with his high elves. Um, a pretty magic heavy uh, list that he had. Um, although, it, as it turned out, really not the the way the spells he got and um, just these the options that he had um, couldn't hurt me that much really uh, in the end because uh, flames of the phoenix just doesn't do that much against knights you know it needs a, f- a good few turns to build up the strength because the armor save just doesn't hurt them very much okay. um, I think he had walls unmaking which is where you get rid of the a magic item um, ah, uh, yep. which is which is nice but. Um, in the end, the virtues that my that he couldn't get rid of probably did more most of the damage more so than martial magic items. Um, uh, but yeah, so uh, his list, I think he had an archmage, a level one sorceress, um, a couple of nobles, uh, one with lawmaster, another with uh, the gem of Holth, which makes him like a level one, I think. So we had a, a bunch of um, uh, magic levels. Um, then he had a unit of sword masters and some spearmen. Um, uh, I think it was seven silver helms with the banner of Illyrian, so go through terrain. Um, with I think one of the nobles went in there, um, then a couple of units of ten archers and a bolt thrower, um, some Illyrian reavers and a chariot. Um, uh, and what was I going to say? Yeah, so what the start of the phrase? Because this this round I think was a killer general. Um, uh, yes, yeah, yes, yes, it was. So I think he, he was ready <laughs> rolling intrigue at court because he didn't really want to know <laughs> which which you know general it was going to be. Uh, <laughs> but he actually rolled high enough that he could choose, and he chose the level one sorceress because he felt because there was a couple of woods near his deployment zone, and he's like, I feel like the level one is probably I can just put her in there, um, you know, and she should be able to hide from you. <laughs> That was basically yeah. his rationale, rather than making it the Archmage or one of the other nobles that, you know, a bit more sort of need to be more centrally deployed, I suppose. Um, uh, and it kind of worked because I couldn't, yeah, she, hid in, she hid in that forest and yeah. <laughs> I could never catch her. <laughs> um, uh, but it was, uh, yeah, this was a, a game where I just felt there was no reason not to just sort of run across the board as quickly as I could. Um, towards his lines, um, especially the um, the high elf infantry and the swordmasters. If I can charge them, then you know, yeah. you know kill the front line. They're not going to be able to hurt me. No. Um, uh, the only, the one thing that that might have been threatened was this, the silver helms, but I managed to hit it directly with a trebuchet shot. Um, mm-hmm. I managed to take out, I think it was four. So, but the back rank of the silver helms, um, I think in turn one or two, um, was yeah essentially nullified. Um, uh, so. Yeah, that allowed me. Yeah, that helped to that I could just put the questing knight through into the the across the archers and then run overrun into the spearmen um, and 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 just run through. Um, and then the, the the grails and the errant on the other side uh, managed to hit the archers and uh, the 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 swordmasters managed to hit with the grails and then the peg side managed to get behind and then they came in in the rear. Um, on the far flank, he had the little chariot going through, um, uh, and that actually managed to kill a whole bunch of peasants. We were just joking through the game that this chariot was like a peasant murderer, <laughs> just <laughs> kept killing. Because he, because I think the the bowman took off one unit, one sorry wound off the the chariot. Then the chariot managed to hit the bowman. Um, uh, 
take him off the table. Um, I think the trebuchet sort of panicked off the board because of that. Um, and then the a unit of Yeoman, I think I only had like two left at that point because the archers have been taking out a few, um, hit the flank of the chariot. Um, and then the chariot's crew and the just horse just killed them. Killed them. <laughs> <laughs> like they just, I was like, oh, okay. That was <laughs> <laughs> the horse. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, I think at the, at the end of the game, I think the, the, the second unit of Yeoman managed to, to, to charge the chariot. And I think they managed to just pip the final wound off the chariot. <laughs> so they finally got the revenge yeah. for the, for the, for the for the peasants um uh but but yeah the, because i managed to take out all the infantry and his his, his central characters um uh i did manage to win i think that, yeah it was 20 nil in my favor um but yeah just that that sorceress though i couldn't get it like at the end of the game yeah. it was just like she because it was two forests next to each other she'd gone from one forest sort of to the other one and then back again a couple of times and by the end i had like the peg knight sitting right at the border and then two other units of knights just trying to block lines of sight <laughs> the game finished yeah. i was like damn it she, <laughs> she's managed to evade me um uh, but yeah so yeah it was it was a fairly a good result for me decisive yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. I mean, and yeah. you were going pretty good by then, game four. You knew you were um, up there in the standings a bit then. Uh, not necessarily. Not really. not, like, because I'd won Because you game I didn't realise you lost 20 nil. Yeah, yeah, I lost 20 nil in game yeah. three, which which meant I felt like, oh, okay, I'm probably not going to do in anything. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. you know, if you lose 20 nil in, in, a, in a tournament, it's uh, <laughs> it's pretty hard mm. To, mm. to come back from that. Um, yeah. uh, so I felt like, okay, I sort of evened that result with with the game four um yeah uh, i actually was playing at a different mindset too like when i was playing game three like it was almost like i was putting too much pressure on myself almost just to win um right. so when i went into the second day i was just like eh, i'll just i'll just have some fun and just play some games which is yeah, yeah which is a good probably the way you should, the best way to approach it really anyway yeah best yeah. mentality yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah no well my game four was the ones i hate the most which is vampires and look there's probably not a heap to say on this game because it was I don't know if you guys feel like if you play vampires where they are raising a lot of stuff, it ends up being not really a game. Like, I don't know what else. Well, I guess in my yeah, point, I don't know it, what to hard. do. And, and nothing yeah. against him, like the opponent, like Scott, he was great. Um, I, To be honest, this is the type of matchup that obviously we're not going to solve it here, but that I need to learn how to play against because it just knocks me out. As soon as I know I'm playing a vamp, it's probably from Daz, uh, Darius, you know, at the club. He's just so good at. Like yep. he's just destroyed in eighth edition. He's just destroyed by will to live playing against his zombies <laughs> and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. So this, yeah. Uh, but this was the Sylvania list, which has, ends up with those three tombstones that get scattered around, and he can cast. They automatically go off on a three, mm. and they can also do a d6 raise or whatever as right, well. Right. Um, yeah. So right. Skeletons so, everywhere. Oh, they were just everywhere, and like I can't get through <laughs> them. Like, I, like. There's nothing I can do, like in terms of my chariots, my horsemen, even my Yusharpji, they're just getting blocked up by these heaps of, yeah, yeah. raising stuff. Um, and I was like umming and ahhing what to do. Like I was trying to – the only thing I thought I could take out was his – with my catapult was his um, – I think he had a small unit of whatever they are, you know, like guys on horses but knights. Um, but I just kept missing them and just scattering off. And so at the end of the day, like there wasn't a lot dead um, um, like up until near the end of the game. Um, but for the first two turns it was just like, yeah, bashing into stuff, killing things, him raising them back, me raising a few more but never as much as him because he can raise just so much more. Um, yeah. And then 
what happened? Um, I eventually, oh yeah, so like I did start just throwing stuff forward just to try to take things out and it, yeah, I mean, there wasn't anything I could, like I couldn't take enough to get his big units of, cause he had a, like he had the grave guard and another unit of something else. I can't remember. I don't even know the list. Sorry. I don't have it up in front of me, but, um, so it ended up though, what we did do is just out of, it was going to be, I don't know, so much a tabling, but we weren't going to finish turn six. Mm. So we didn't do it on the record. We just did charge my tomb guard into his graveyard just to do the general off just for fun because right. in the event his vampire guy killed my tomb king, then I was hoping I could do the tomb king revenge on his vampire oh. just for fun. Um, but we both ended up, uh, what did I end up doing? I ended up saving, like he ended up, um, with four wounds or something on my tomb king, and I saved one of them, <laughs> so he didn't die. So I was like, oh, damn it. So I couldn't even, I couldn't even do, I couldn't even kill myself good enough. That's how bad I play. Um, I had some um friends come around because a young one of my mates used to play as well, and he's got a, a young son who's probably, I don't know, as in year six or something. And I was like, I'll bring him along and you know, get him see what real armies look like on the table. And then he's turned up right when I'm pulling all these models off the table, just going, oh, yeah, you know, yes, I am dying a lot. That's, you know, but, um, yeah, but I don't, like, I really don't know what to do about those type of games. Like, I just don't know. The only thing I was thinking of just low percent. I guess my thing is how tough would if that vampire, I can't remember what it was. I don't know if you know his list. Um his vampire general dude would have been because sometimes I think, did I not play aggressive enough in, in the sense of try put both scorpions near him um, or don't even entomb them, maybe just put them right up wherever he deployed that unit, both of them there and try and push through. If he does raise some skeletons, maybe send my horses or chariots with them to sort of take out some of that shit and then send the scorpions into that guy and just try and, take him out you know we've got killing blow poison two of them um because i guess yeah. i'm finding with this game like i did it with the next game which i'd turn him in it but it it seems a little easier if that's the right word to like snipe a character in combat you know what i mean like if you can get in there you can just like yeah, kill yeah, the dude yeah. um because all the other units like there's just not the volume of attacks back at your guy you know um mm. so something like a scorpion could probably still survive around and then you go again you know um yeah yeah um, but i didn't do that and then the other thing i didn't do is i was thinking maybe i should have just been two shots the catapult on that dude's head for four turns and hopefully <laughs> hopefully roll a hit and uh and him fail a thing but i, I don't know I, I i was lost on that game i still don't know what the right play, play was to do i don't know if you guys have a thoughts but um yeah 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 anyway so i went down um 14 6 i think yeah, I find with my vamps when I play them as well, I, I don't know, like you probably have a very similar mentality, um, Colin. It's just you get so protective of your lords because you don't want to mm -hmm. crumble that people coming to attack you, it's actually, um, you know, a lot of the time it can frazzle you or, back, you know, you back off or you make a mistake. Um, people sometimes get so hesitant about coming... Well, I know I do sometimes against that vampire because you're well, like, it's, oh, it's usually the killiest thing in the game, generally. Like, yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, well, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, I can't remember. But the whole, yeah, it's it's built around that, isn't mm. it? Like the, you know, you take the vamp out, it's sort of all over. Um, and they're lower so, leadership, like yeah. they're worse than 
the Tomb Kings for crumbling, probably. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I need to. I need to psychologically change this if I'm going to keep. Well, I will keep playing, but like, if I want to eventually get to the point where I'm not worried about different armies, like this is this is the army I need to. To be honest, I was thinking maybe I just need to go buy one and learn how to play them, and then I'll know how to beat them as well. <laughs> uh, anyway. Oh, yeah. sorry. One point. Uh, I, the only thing is, and Scott was fine. He was great. He was really quick um, player, and he was just using like dice and stuff to go quick on like numbers of raised and how long his units were and stuff. But yeah, yeah. the flip side to that is, I was thinking to myself, I don't know. Like maybe that's my just because I don't like vamps. I'm like, shouldn't you know? Maybe the rules in tournaments should be you have to actually have all the figures on the board, you know, because otherwise if you don't have them, you can't raise them. <laughs> that's, what I was, that's what I was thinking. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think that is, yeah, like I've got a big box of zombies that I bring. Um, I sometimes will do that um, during my magic phase. I'll put the yeah, dice that's out and then during yeah. his movement phase, I'll swap it out with my zombies. Yeah. Um, just to to speed up the game, I suppose. Like, um, but yeah, I, I would have thought you you kind of you would need the models. Cause... And and I don't think this came up in our game, but I did notice on some of the vampire lists, like the skeleton units and stuff, they're capped. Like it's ten to thirty or whatever. In terms of, does yeah. that mean you can raise above that still? Um, I'm not too sure in sixth. Mm. Anyway, but there are caps for raising in the the later edition. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> nah, cool. Anyway, yeah. yeah, that was that was my game four. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I suppose that leaves me, doesn't it? Um, so, yeah, uh, rocked up on Sunday. Um, was playing Fury. Um, I've only played him, I think, once before. Really nice guy. Obviously, huge in with Legions. He's been around for a very long time. Um, but, yeah, unfortunately, he, he had a few... Indulged in a few too many ales and rocked up a bit worse for wear a couple of minutes late. Um, I didn't care about that at all. Um, it was just funny because um, I think he had that mentality. It's like you know you have a big night and then you're just yeah. like, oh yeah, let's just go. Like he, he didn't he didn't care about the game and it was it was it was quite fun to play against him because he's sort of like I, I explained I'm pretty new to the scene. He was sort of like helping me out with the whole thing. So it was yeah, it was a real fun game. Um, Probably, yeah, again, um, my deployment um, wasn't bad, but I was, I, I need to sort of fine, you know, make a few finer adjustments. Um, with my Thunderers and my uh, Rangers, I'm just deploying them in like a little block. I'm not maximizing their shooting mm -hmm. potential. Yeah, yeah, I was doing that, yeah. Um, yeah, so instead of doing like a long line, mm -hmm. um, especially with mine, I can't, move and shoot so if i do move you know you're losing a full turn of shooting um so that sort of that that was probably my my biggest thing with deployment this game it's just yeah these little things you know you you're going from five shots to ten shots you know it's probably not a huge deal but it, it can be you know three or four more mm. dead models by the time they get across yeah. the board to you um so yeah i, I deployed in my usual sort of Castly way um, had pretty pretty good line of sight. Um, Fury had this huge block of probably the same he had against yeah, Ukulin, um, yeah. huge block of yeah 
40 odd bloody um, just clan rats, rats though, weren't with, they? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just clan rats with, with um, the bell. The bell. Um, probably my biggest downfall is I did not account for fear from that unit. Um, he had a unit of uh, plague monks. He had a unit of plague priests. He had just some, all, the, all the weapons, um, shit, and stuff hanging around. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He had bits and pieces. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's quite funny. This game, like you were talking before, this this was that game where I was just like, "Yep, I, I got this." For four turns, and then it swung back real hard. I'm just like, <laughs> "What happened?" Um, so yeah, um, just shooting from the start um, was just going great. Um, probably this is probably something that's quite um, a tactical point, and Fury said that as well. He goes. It's funny how many people attack his plague priests, um, his plague monks, and they just leave this gigantic block mm-hmm. of, you know, rats, and they're just like, oh, they're just they're just clan rats. Who cares? Um, so it's almost like you know you got all these little toys here and there, and they're, they're your threats. So you're taking them out, and you just you don't perceive this big block of just almost this shit block. You're just like, oh, whatever. Um, but yeah, it, it, it hurt. It hurt me later on. Um, so I'm, I'm concentrating my fire. Um, I was going pretty good um, with all my shooting. Guest range is pretty well. Um, the gyro was just going to town with its um, strength three. Um, that's probably where it comes really good with that template. You know, you're just putting it in these blocks and, you know, you're against rats, yeah. you know, you're taking off sort of seven or eight each time at least. Um I, I was concentrating on the monks and the priests and I, I got rid of them before they even got to me. So he was effectively just left with this gigantic block. He had a um, weapons team. I took that out. Um, yeah, so I was I was pretty chuffed with where I was at. I'm like, oh, look, I, I, I was set up for a charge in a way that basically I was comfortable and I thought I was going to get a counter charge, but obviously that didn't pan out the way I, I was hoping. Um so basically what's happened and probably, yeah, with my big downfall was uh, he got off and I'm very anti-magic um, and he, I, I don't know how many times in a row it was, but he was rolling quite poor at the start, um, a bit unfortunate, but then he just started rolling all these 13s. Uh, he was like, doing 13s on, yeah, on my yeah. game too, twice. I was like, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's... Uh, bloody, what was it? Um, plague just started oh, right. bouncing around. God. I think it got four off in a row, and you know, it's just like eight dwarves here, eight dwarves there. I'm just like, oh. So these units were getting whittled down, and um, yeah, it just, it, I wasn't in the worst spot, but basically, I had one Slayer block in to his, um, his big unit of uh, the, the clan rats by the end of it, and I just got into a position. And I'm just like, yep, I'll hold him with my longbeards when my slayers die. I had a few slayers left. And then I'm just going to flank charge with this other slayer block. Um, and I had another block behind. So I had my longbeards and then my warriors behind that. Um, so I was basically going to take the charge by the longbeards. And then next turn, I'm just going to charge in with all this other stuff and win the day. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my plan. Um, anyway, so I charge in with my longbeards. And... Yeah, they they didn't go great, but I just wasn't thinking about fear. I literally just this is where psychology, like mm. you said before, innate. That's not a huge thing. Mm. 
And in sixth, it's so big. It's this big mechanic. You just, if you don't think about it, you're, you're destined to lose. Yeah. And that's what happened. <laughs> um, so I, I ran in uh, with my Longbeard unit, BSB. Um, the other thing I was doing, he had an assassin in there and I was focusing quite a bit of um, attacks into this assassin. I took his assassin out, uh, but I just did not put enough attacks into the unit. Um, and just his combat res was just, just too much. Um, that's probably one thing I didn't account for. And unfortunately, it was an auto break because mm. his yeah, cause fear. is fear. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so, good. so they ran. <laughs> he caught them onto my next unit. Oh, God. You know, yeah. then my next unit's bloody running, caught them. He's got my Jenner, he's got my BSB, two big units. And then my Slayers, it's their turn to have a go. And now I'm out of charge, bloody arc. Mm. And it was, <laughs> you know, it's just one of these games. So, um, yeah, that was probably another big thing that I've taken away from Castle Assault was my my units are so defensive and my characters are so defensive that basically you do need that combat res and if your characters you know I've got a my BSB's doing three strength four attacks like he's not he's not doing much yeah. and my general's doing two strength four attacks I mean yeah. like he's not doing anything really so this is that that's what really let me down is like I've got these units they can absorb a bit of punishment but they just you can't win combats unless you get a flank off. Um, so yeah, that that was a big thing to take away. But the biggest thing was definitely just the fear. Just did not account for psychology. Um, the funny thing was I requested to change my list pretty soon after I submitted it because I played Colin, mm. and I remember panic was mm. such a big thing. So I've I've changed a unit of warriors over for another unit of longbeards. So I've got um, resistance to panic. Then you've got fear and terror mm. coming in as well, mm. and that's another thing you don't have resistance to. So yeah, if you don't if you don't account for these things, they really they really mess your day. So yeah, um, went down. It was so funny because um, Kent, uh, yeah, Fury was like, it was funny, mate, because you're apologising the entire time because you're like decimating my units, and it's like I'm thinking in my head, mate, what are you apologising for? I'm just about to roll you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah it was just i was yeah i was just rolling like a demon with my shooting and i'm just like yeah i got this and yeah no i did not have that oh, at all that's funny. um so i went down uh look I, I can't remember it was like a 15 5 or something so yeah it was it wasn't terrible but it wasn't it wasn't great there was a lot of i did kill quite a bit but he got my general and obviously those banners are yeah yeah, yeah. and you only get yeah. them in combat though isn't it if you shoot a unit off and they, oh, how do you get the banners in a six? Can't remember. Yeah, it's like in if combat. you, yeah, it's in combat. Yeah. yeah, so it's not if you if you shoot a unit off and they run off, you don't get it. No. Yeah. Nah. He he got them. Yeah. 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 It was in it was in combat. Yeah. So. Oh, cool. Well, not cool for you, but yeah. <laughs> it's, oh, it's all learning, isn't it? It's funny it? though. Like, your you um, know, yeah, that unit yeah. is big, but in my game, I just remember I should have gone in. Uh, with the tomb guard into that unit because I don't fear him and I would have I, I must have hit it down a little bit with the catapults and stuff but like I was worried yeah. about it too much and I didn't go in because I'm thinking in eighth I would never go near one of those things um <laughs> yeah just get bogged down uh, yeah, yeah. But anyway funny cool <laughs> 
last round. Let's get, let's get, yeah, it does yeah. take a while to get through these games, doesn't it? It does. Good day. <laughs> Just um, for people knowing we're recording this quite late. So, well, late for me. Yeah, anyway. yep, definitely. <laughs> um, so, yes, knock over the final round, hey? Um, what was mine against? Oh, that's right. So, it was, it was against Daryl Kernan. Ah, um, cool. That's he had the chaos list. That was a pretty nasty list, wasn't it? It yeah, it was a corn. It wasn't. It was a corn demon list. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, I guess yeah. It had a demon. Oh, not a lot of figures on it. Is that that uh, one? Yeah, oh. pretty small. Mm. Pretty small. Like because he had two big blocks of blood letters, like one of twenty four right. or twenty five, <laughs> the other one like sixteen. Um, then a then a prince, and then like you know a blood crushers and a chariot, um, and some flash hounds. But they're all frenzied, you know. Mm, and that's mm, ah yes. That's, that's the right. thing that. And you're good at this. Yeah, yeah. I I enjoy mm. playing in the frenzied armies <laughs> because I have enough <laughs> options for to to move things around um, against their will, <laughs> yeah. um, yeah. which is what I was able to do um, because mm. he essentially we sort of had a big impassable piece of terrain right in the middle of the board um, and he put the prints and the blood crushers on one side and the blood letters and the the chariot and then the, the, the hounds on the other side um, uh, and I essentially had the, the pegs and, and one yeoman um, and then the questing and the, the the realm were sort of centrally but they end up going to that side across from the, the, the prince and the, the blood crushers and then I had the grails um, opposite the blood letters and then the the Bowman and the Treb and the other errant, you know, right in the far corner, sort of across from the hounds. Um, he moved up pretty, so he went first. Um, he moved up pretty aggressively, um, and it actually allowed me to then um, uh, attempt some redirection, where I, I essentially yeah. pushed my put my Pegasi in front of his prince, um, uh, angled sort of forty-five, and then I had the the yeoman in front of the blood crushers, and then sort of forty-five, and they in so. But those angles meant that um, uh, they actually the the prince and the blood crushers would be running past each other, um, uh, sort of you know sort of crisscross uh, yeah crisscrossing right? and yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you know uh, yes across the lines of my charger so I'd be getting flanks and that type of thing um, and then I go, and then I put the the other you know yeoman um, in front of the blood letters and the, and the chariot um, and there was actually a forest right behind the yeoman. Um, which was bad news for the chariot because it just essentially meant that the chariot would have to charge the yeoman and then overrun straight into the forest, and that was <laughs> essentially yeah. the end of the chariot because yeah. it had one one d six ring six hits, um, took out a couple of wounds, and then the second load of d six ring six hits in the forest. You know, when you try to charge out of the forest again, um, uh, yeah, it just didn't survive. Um, uh, but yeah, what happened with the redirection though, with the peg knights and the omen, is yeah, the 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 blood crushers went straight through the omen, but the prince hitting the peg knights actually completely fluffed his attacks. Um, so he had <laughs> six attacks re-rolling to hit. Um, uh, I th he did one wound, and so the combat was drawn. Um, which was very unexpected. <laughs> but th yeah. what that meant was that then, because the peg knights were actually staying there, the blood crushers actually went straight into the rear of them. Oh, um, uh, which sounds bad, but actually, when I was sitting there looking at that happen, I was like, oh, this actually has actually worked out extremely fortuitously because the blood crushers coming so far across and then closing the door into yeah. the peg knights meant that I had I now had a flank charge the with, flank. The, with the oh. questing. 
and a rear charge with the realm knights right. into the the <laughs> the bug the bug crushers. Um, uh, so yeah, th- so those those two essentially went in. Um, uh, I think I actually had an interesting moment there where there was actually a challenge. So my lord has to do two challenges, and there was a BSB in the um in the bug crushers. Um, uh, and we didn't know what order to strike. Um, because uh, they had essentially overrun charging into the back of the pegs, and then I charged him. So it was the same combat turn where we were both considered charging. Um, uh, so I was kind of like, I think I just asked Kendall, um, mm. uh, you know, oh, what do we do here? And he's like, oh, I just do it at the same time, I just do it simultaneously. Um, which I was like, I'm pretty sure in sixth edition, like, there's no, you never have simultaneous attacks. Um, mm. and ha- nah, I think you got to you roll off. Or well, something, what happens? I've looked it up since, um, and what happens is. Uh, they've got a little diagram. I think I found it in the 2002 annual. Um, where essentially, um, uh, in this situation, uh, the blood crushers would have attacked first against the peg knights and been considered charging. Uh, then my knights would have ch- attacked the blood crushers, and then if the blood crushers were able to strike back at my knights, then they would have been able to strike back if they're any surviving, but not considered charging. So no charge bonuses in that regard. So it's sort of like yeah. you do it in the order that they charged, but they can only strike <laughs> the thing that they charged in that moment, you know? Gotcha. Um, yeah. They've got, they got a little diagram, yeah, yeah. which is probably better than trying to describe it, really. Um, uh, but so what happened was, because we played as simultaneous, I was like, yeah, fine. If that's a, yeah, if that's what TOS said, let's just do that. I don't care. I don't want, I don't can't bother to look up stuff. Um, uh, yeah. we, so especially we did... when it's in an annual, so although that app, oh, yeah, yeah, I was, I, I was not gonna, <clears throat> I just yeah. prefer to just, if someone, if, if the rule sort of, you know, if, if it makes sense, you know, if, if it's gonna, if it's gonna have help the game flow. I'd rather not spend too much time trying to clarify things and just like, you know, oh, this, this is sort yeah. of, it's plausible, so let's just play it. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Um, uh, so it ended up happening was uh, the Lord killed this BSB, his BSB killed my Lord. <laughs> We've killed each other in the challenge <laughs> immediately. Um, uh, but then uh, all the other combat res from my nice going in the rear and the other, the standards and, and, and the warband and everything else meant that I, I did end up winning that combat by like eight or nine, um, yeah. Right. Uh, and so the 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 remaining blood crushers sort of go, you know, disappear. And then the, he roll he rolled an eleven for the prince um, on the break on the break test, which meant the prince popped anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, which actually had happened. So he 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 played Angus in the round four. Daryl had um, mm-hmm. Angus's Bretonians, and the same thing had happened in that game. Where his prince, he rolled an eleven on the on the <laughs> prince's break test, and the prince popped in that one too. <laughs> poor, poor Daryl. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so that yeah, so that that put me in a good position. Um, uh, then the the blood letters, because because I've been able to redirect half of them with the with the yeoman, the, the smaller unit I was able to charge with the peg knights. Uh, sorry, not the peg knights, the ground knights, um, and was able to go through that unit in a turn. Um, uh, and then by then, I think that was really. The end of the game, really. Nothing much happened. So I ended up winning that game 20 nil as well. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. That's a good but, day, too. Yeah. 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 But, but, yeah, it's just because, yeah, I think my army does well against that kind of situation where you know, it's a very hard hitting ga- army to play against the, the corn demons, but because they're frenzied, it, it just makes yeah. it easy to manipulate. And then on the charge, the Bretonians you got get such hit just as hard, and I've got so much combat res as well. Yeah. Um, and and long charges. So like if an army finds themselves slightly out of 
kilter, which is what you're doing with the frenzy, then you you can take advantage of it. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if I can maneuver them so that so I'm hitting a flank or something like that. Yeah. Especially. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, if I hit the blood crashes in the front, actually, it probably could have hurt me quite badly in return. Mm. But being able to go in the side, um, uh, yeah, it helps a lot. Or going in with two units at once. Yeah, um, which is why. Yeah, because that's yeah. generally what you try to do a lot, don't you? To take a big unit out, do you? Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. To yeah, I try to go two two at once <laughs> in those situations. Yeah. Although, I must admit, in sixth edition, it's less less of an important thing. Like in eighth edition, it was it was super critical to get double charging. Yeah, because they're hordes and stuff. Because there yeah. was huge units. Yeah. There was always supporting attacks. Step up. Everything meant that you had to get yeah. a lot of attacks in to do it. In sixth edition. The, the three main blocks of lances I've got with the, you know, the, the grouse by themselves or the two other blocks with the character in it, by themselves, they're, they're pretty good at taking out uh, a unit of, you know, three deep infantry. Um, but it's more like, yeah, the elite things or when you've got some nasty characters in there. Um, or in a situation, yeah, against you, Colin, where I was worried that it was undead and, you know, I was going to get flank charged if I didn't mm. kill everyone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I should have actually had charge. a banner, hey? Should have put a banner oh, on Oh, I should have had uh... a banner. See, I, that's, <laughs> At one I, was, time, the banner I told you to get rid of that banner. Uh, so I can only <laughs> <laughs> take credit for, for my sabotage, <laughs> sabotage, sabotage. of your list. Yeah, yeah uh, exactly. <laughs> pretty bad. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, yeah, uh, so that was, the, that was the game. Yeah, so. Um, how'd you go yeah. in your last round? Well, I played Hamish. We played a lot of the same opponents. Josh. Yeah, I played Hamish, which is Wood Elves. Ah, uh, Wood Elves, bloody High Elves. Um, the thing I was worried about this one was his. No, you're right. Um, just the number I of dispel dice just he has. Hearing that you play the same. <laughs> Right. It's, it shocked you it's so funny. much. Yeah, yeah, but he's well, he had nine dispel dice or something. So I was like, yeah, initially I'm yeah. like, oh crap, I was a bit worried. I'm just like, I'm not going to get this casket off and stuff like that. And I don't know. I think I'm still in. I think high elves are so good in eighth edition, but I, I don't know. Are they not as good in? <laughs> is elves no. not as good in in yeah. six? Because yeah, it. Uh, anyway, the game. Yeah, I was sort of castled in one side. Um, Oh, the good thing is I learnt in this game, five games in, that my chariots are fast, Cav, and that would have helped in a couple of other games. But anyway, um, so, <laughs> so thanks, Amy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it makes them way more useful. Uh, yeah, so anyway. super yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, um, anyway, so that was good. But, yeah, I had them on one flank um, and then sort of there was a building in the middle of my deployment zone, so I was sort of like you know, peppered over to the right-hand side of that. Just he had to come to me. I, it, it's funny. I think a lot of people um, don't realise the amount of shooting I can put out, like with those, with you know, double shots of a lot of things. And so, yeah. and against Toughness 3 Elves, my view was I moved up a little bit just because he, he had his bolt throw and, and two archer units sort of off the line a little bit. So my first turn was a little bit of a move up and then just... Um, I thought shooting's going to have to do it because he's going to dispel my casket. But what ended up happening was, yeah, I did get catapults off. He ended up, like you, Josh, but th twice this happened. He had three dice dispel on my casket and rolled double ones. <laughs> so, <laughs> so his whole shooting went to either panics or the casket. Um, and then, yeah, his knights. and Like the other units got a little bit whittled down. And then by turn three or four, I was – and plus – there was a forest and a building on his side and he sort of jammed himself in with his infantry blocks so he couldn't get all 
all of them through at once. And so I was able to like, just, I guess, focus fire and, or eventually get into combat with just one or two of them. Um, and so, yeah, that ended up being 18 to two. You just, yeah, it was, it was one of those games where I was doing the apologizing a bit with how bad his role was going on at least the two dispels, but then, yeah, I was, um, my casket was going off. So yeah, that, that was a good way to end the day. Get finally getting a, a good win. That was pretty nice. much it. And I, yeah, that was my turn. That was game five for me. Game five. All right. Well, I suppose that leaves me. Um, so I played uh, Richard uh, with his ogres. Um, got to talking to Richard a bit at the start. He's pretty new. I think he was very similar experience to me. He's sort of maybe one or two odd games before the tournament. Um, funnily enough, um, I, I was a little bit stumped on how to um, play against him. He had a very uh, a lot of small units and a, a couple of kitted up bigger um characters in a mm. in a unit um so i sort of thought well he's got low leadership um so i was trying to go uh down that panic route just try and force panic tests the only problem which i found really hard is he had re-roll panic from uh his general his bsb or there was some item that he could re-roll panic tests um and that just killed me. I think he, he was passing them left, right, and center. Um, so sort of forcing those panic tests just wasn't wasn't really viable. Um, the other thing, um, as with dwarves at the moment, it's really killing me is that six-inch charge. Yes. Um, just, and lack of maneuverability, I suppose. Um, you know, ogres, I think they move six. Um, so you do, you know, they, they come pretty pretty quick at ya and then they can also get away from you when they need to as well um so i found that was a little bit hard to deal with um so uh he was basically he deployed deployed pretty long i did my usual little sit back and shoot wait till you come to me just jump into combat um my shooting for this i wasn't rolling too good um i don't like blaming that it, it wasn't it wasn't that really but i just you know misfires hit with when you need it um i got a grudge grudge thrower threw a rock right in his general's head um you know strength eight rolled a one <laughs> oh, like, oh, yeah. here we go so nice. um, <laughs> yeah one of those sort of things um the other thing i stuffed up with as well um so i got one of his units with um this is before that as well uh one of his big units and it's D6 wounds uh, for the template, even for the strength four hit, not under the center. So it's D6 for everything. Um, and then there was a discussion about, is it that or the center? And then I went, I was trying to find Kendall. I couldn't actually find Well, oh, that came up in mine too. And apparently it's D6 everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah everywhere it is. is awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I couldn't find Kendall, even though he was playing directly behind me, uh, <laughs> literally. So he's right behind me and I'm going off asking all these other people and everybody asked four people and they all said, nah, it's only the center. What? So that's going like the eighth edition yeah. rule. Yeah, it would be. Um, so it just, just, it was just a mix up. So, you know, that's, it wasn't a, it wasn't a big swing. It's not like that cost me the game, but um, obviously there would have been a few more wounds here and there. Um, but yeah. By the end of it, um, he just had quite a bit of shooting um, and 
just gotten a few combats um, that I couldn't couldn't win just again because he he charged in and I just I didn't have that combat ability against his little board down. unit. Get the combat yeah, up. so yeah. yeah, I I lost two of my big units. Um, I did quite a bit of damage in return, but not not enough. Um, and yeah, I ended up going down. Oh, I can't even remember. It, it might have been like a, a 7 to 13, um, I think. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't it wasn't great. I just, it's just that maneuverability just killed me. Like I had a, a slay unit that, you know, it could have done well, but I just, it was just too far away. Um, and then, you know, you march up and then by the time you march up and you're, you know, he's already marched out of your six inch range and you just you know it's just one of those things with dwarves um it's very hard you come from you know eighth edition and ninth age where you've you've you got the roll of the dice you always got mm. that chance of getting in um where else with six it's very you know it's it's and the other thing as well which kills me is um dwarves are so un you know lacking maneuverability but after a combat, um, you, you know, you can't stuff. reform. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it just makes it so much harder. Um, I, I just find you, you're very static. Um, so, yeah, I've coming out of that whole shamozzle of the last few games, I got quite a good, you know, pointers. You, so, yeah, I, 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 I think I can make a good list from Dwarves mm -hmm. still. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes in the future. Oh, sounds good, man. So how did everyone end up then? So do you know what you got overall? It was like 30, 30 something points. 30s? Mid thirties. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mid thirties. Yeah. And I was like smack bang in the middle at 50, um, 50 out of a hundred, which yeah. I was quite happy with considering two wins out of three. Um, and knowing that I reckon that third game, I, I wouldn't say I lost it. I mean, I lost my horror from, from my stupidity, but yeah, oh, I felt like if I'd just known that rule and the chariot rule, I may have squeezed another win in somewhere. So I was like, oh, okay, that's not too yeah. bad for playing two games. But, yeah, it is what it is. But then, of course, Josh just takes out nearly everything. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, I think I got, what was it, uh, 71, I think? Yeah. Or something like that. That's, yeah. You were second, were you? Yeah, I came second. I was yeah. sort of surprised. And then first in but, painting. Um, Oh, yes. Well, I had to choose one. I had to choose yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. um, yeah, exactly. Patty was definitely worthy of getting it because she, her little Tomb King army yeah. was incredible. That's crazy. As well. Yeah. Um, she she makes yeah. those models she, as she, well, doesn't she? Yeah, she, she digitally designed them. Um, yeah. Printed them off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Say, it's insane. Yeah, the, uh, a girl called Patty does had a um, I can't I can't pronounce the name, but it's basically a, a Tomb King giant uh, bone giant list. I think five was it five bone giants in it but they're yeah, all yeah like so. andrew said digitally sculpted herself in blender and then um, obviously printed and painted and stuff so yeah yeah it's it's yeah, yeah it's pretty cool it is jo josh's army is beautiful yeah. but it's it there's there's you know there's no detail that you know it's it's oh, an awesome right. great is, that, yeah. is that yeah great. is that your grails they got yeah the little you've done all these little yeah. swirly, swirly yeah. things yeah. how long did that take yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, Two weeks per model. <laughs> it would have been. I think. I think that was a four or five month process getting those guys done. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. 
Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, uh, that, that was really good. Yeah. Hey, look, we'll um, we'll get we'll get our socials up at some point, and we'll put some of these pictures up so people can see what we actually play with at some point. That'll be cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, that was our castle. So I think, look, I think the good thing not only did it help me and Andrew learn sixth, and as I said, start knowing the rules a bit more. I think it got us out of our. I think we've found something here that's going to keep us busy at least to the old world. And then it's obviously yeah, podcast as well. So we won't be able to play yeah, with yeah. Josh as much, but I'm assuming, um, you know, we will at tournaments when we can get to them. So. Yeah, yeah. If you guys can, yeah. if, we, if there's a CanCon that happens, um, I'll definitely be there. Yeah, that's actually potentially more. I've been telling people, no, I can't do CanCon because usually my, it's my daughter's, my oldest daughter's birthday. But just the way it falls now, hers is actually the week before. Because hers is the 22nd yeah, right. and I think okay. the 26th is the Friday, is it? Yeah, it's the Friday, yeah. So I think I think Mia's birthday is basically probably going to be on the weekend before. So now I'm like, hmm, might be a potential. If if it goes ahead, yeah, they don't actually have an organiser yet. Right, yeah, yeah. No. <clears throat> yes, hopefully Canberra is um, able to organise it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that'd be cool. Well, hey, man, this one's been going on for a bit, so we might um, – yeah, we might wrap it up big, in a minute. Yeah, but it's been good. And I know, Josh, you were on another podcast doing a castle assault wrap up. So you've probably <laughs> over castle assault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keen, to, keen to play some <laughs> new yeah. games. No, nah, that's all good. Um, I think usually we'll do, yeah, we'll, we'll catch everyone up next episode. I don't know when it is, but we'll, hopefully we'll try to get out some um, every couple of weeks. Probably shorter most of the time, yeah. but obviously with these type of things or army book reviews they're probably going to drag on a bit but that's i think people want to hear that everyone if they're like me we are starved for fantasy content at the moment that's what i'm hoping anyway yeah 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 cool uh well um look we did get by the time this goes out we definitely have an oldworldfanatics at gmail.com email address so if people want to send in any you know questions topics suggestions stuff like that um and we do have a twitter and an instagram at the moment but the Twitter, for some reason, I didn't realize this, but Twitter's has a limit on the number of characters. In the So our Twitter is Old World Fanatic and all our other stuff is Old World Fanatics <laughs> with an S. So, you know, whatever. Um, I'm um, at Itchy Nuisance on Twitter, Instagram and YouTube. So all my YouTube, previous YouTube videos are out there and I have posted a bunch of stuff on Instagram as well. Um, if people want to get in contact with me, I think. Josh and Andrew said they're not on socials at the moment, so but that's really? cool. No, not, <laughs> All good. Not, not publicly available socials anyway. <laughs> <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Yeah. That's, for now uh, anyway. Yeah. No worries. Oh, well, that was really good, man. Hopefully, um, thanks thanks for that. I enjoyed that, um, gents. Yeah. Thanks for your uh, staying up and going through it. It was good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. Again in a couple of weeks. Yeah, sounds good. Very insightful. I'll get this out and um, yeah. hopefully uh, people listen to it. Yeah, we can definitely start hitting some of that old world stuff for the next episode. <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, guys, uh, I'll let you get back to your bed soon. Yep. And um, we'll chat, chat in a few weeks.
Well, flat lines. Oh, now, yeah, okay, yeah. squiggly now. Okay, oh, good. Because sometimes if someone's plugged in wrong, just make sure everyone sees everyone's because if not, I, you end up recording the whole thing and going, oh, shit, someone's microphone oh, wasn't. I can't see your squiggly line, Colin. Oh, you can't. I can see mine. I can see, I can see Colin's, but I can't see mine. Okay, maybe it's hit and miss. I have no idea. I can see all of them, so yeah. I think that means it's okay. Yeah, Fingers crossed. Otherwise, we're missing a whole person. So, <laughs> <who knows? laughs> yeah. 